We're live. Ladies and gentlemen, the Joe Rogan Experience podcast is brought to you by The Fleshlight. If you go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link that says Fleshlight, enter in the code name Rogan, you get 15% off. All right. And with that said, buckle up, bitches. Here we go. Joe Diaz is in the motherfucking house. Hell yeah. A lot of people have been complaining that this is lame music. A lot of people have been saying, you know, this song is just not befitting of such a fucking dynamic podcast. Why you got some fucking fruity tooty tunes playing there? Why don't you got some? Because we don't want, first of all, we don't want the song to overshadow the show. What if the song is better than the show? And you're like, why don't you fuck stop talking and play some more of that groovy music you were just hitting me with? Joe Diaz is in the motherfucking house, What's bitches. What's up, baby? That's all you need to know. That's Forget why. about that goddamn opening music. Don't be tripping. Shit. Don't be tripping, right. people. Don't get your shit together, kids. The best is when somebody complains about that song and then they send you their like keyboard. Oh, <laughs> their songs of death. Yeah. And they'll send it to you a thousand times in case, just like case you didn't get it the first 50,000 times when I sent it. This is a new one. I've, 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 I've put some echo to the drums. It's a little That's bit different great. now. I'm ready to leave, Joe Diaz. If this fucking earthquake comes, I'm gone, baby. Back to the mountains with the full posse. Load them up in the Lexus. Leave everything behind. Holla back. What locations can still get hit in this country? You got San Francisco, Oregon, California, Nashville. What are the points is the fault on that we... Well, there's other faults. There's a fault near New York. (coughs) Right. There's a fault near New York. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of faults, man. It's like, here's the deal. Honestly, we know what what moves on a regular basis. But that doesn't preclude things from from moving on a unique basis. There could be some fucking new shit that happens anyway. We don't we don't have this shit wired. We don't know what the hell's going on. There's a, some recent study where these scientists are going to drill into the Earth's mantle all the way through the fucking core. It's going to take five. They're trying to figure out how to do it. It's like they're like little kids. It's like, well, we know we can't use a regular drill because it'll melt. You know, so they're trying to figure out how the fuck they're going to get a drill that drills all the way down to the mantle. And you ask them why. What are you doing? You gonna Is there leprechauns down there? They're going to give you gold? What's going on? Is there aliens down there? They're going to suck your dick? What are you doing? Why are you drilling down to the mantle? Because people are silly fucks, and we just want to see what's up. We just want to see what's up. We want to try. We want to see what's up. Sometimes you got to dig a hole to find something. Yeah, but what the fuck, man? What if they dig a hole through the Earth's mantle, and the Earth becomes like a fucking balloon with a hole in it and just goes flying around the galaxy? What if it lava shoots out of it like, like a balloon? You know how you go and you blow up a balloon and you let it go? How about that? What if the Earth becomes like that, like a balloon that doesn't, does not tied off at the end, and the Earth flies around the galaxy all fucking <laughs> haphazardly like a balloon? What if we find out the Earth is really made out of rubber? <laughs> this whole mantle and all this other bullshit, this is just outside the balloon. This is like the decoration on the balloon. But if you pop that motherfucker, it will just fly around. Pump into Jupiter. Yeah, we slam into Jupiter and shit, and we slam into other planets. That's just the most fucked up thing about space is that occasionally planets hit each other. God damn, son. Could you imagine what kind of chaos there would be in this world if we saw a planet coming our way 
If you saw Mars, like for sure, Mars is coming. It might take five years, but it's going to hit the Earth and we're fucked and there's not a goddamn thing we can do to stop it. There it is. You see it in the sky. It gets a little bigger every night. By the time it got real close, people would be losing their fucking minds. It'd be a party. It'd be fucking great. It wouldn't be a party. You oh, know what it'd be like? like? Road warrior with knives and stabbing people. It would be like that scene in Event Horizon. You remember that movie Event Horizon uh-huh. with Lawrence Fishburne? You don't remember that? Badass fucking science fiction movie. Sam Shepard and I think it's Sam Shepard and uh, Lawrence Fishburne, and it's about a, a spaceship that punches a hole through a wormhole. They travel to a distant part in the galaxy by folding the space and time together like two pieces of paper, punching a hole through it and and arriving on the other end. But when they did that, they didn't realize that they actually went to hell. So these guys get to this uh, Event Horizon ship. It comes back. Everyone's dead. And they get a video of uh, the, the, the crew and the, the, uh, the captain and everything. Like, they find out later in the movie what happened to them. And they're pulling their own eyeballs out and screaming shit and Latin and killing each other and biting each other apart and cutting each other open. That's what it's going to look like. It's not going to be like, everyone's like, we're going to be fucking. You're not going to be fucking, okay, when there's Mars. It's like a hundred times bigger than the moon. Would you kill Maybe yourself? Maybe a thousand times. I don't know what the fuck I would do. I think, I think I would fucking kill myself. I, I would kill I myself. I, would, I, would, I just I would, close I would. my fucking eyes and wish for the best. I'm not tapping out that fucking easy. Can you pull up chances. that song, Dreamweaver? Can you pull up that song right now? You're not pulling that song. Right close now, It's too early for that shit. We got to establish the show first. You're going to hit him with this gay music <laughs> and shit. Let's no, I want to hear what you would do. I want to hear what you would do over that song. No, I don't want to do nothing. I, uh, first of all, that shit wouldn't happen in our time. We got enough fucking problems. If I see shit coming, I, I just go home, stock up on some fucking herb, get some good books, and wait for the shit to drop. What are you going to do? You're going to get on the 405 with these fucking idiots and try uh, You know, what are you going to do? Get on the 110? Guys with helicopters who would just be pissing on your head out of their helicopter laughing at you where you're stuck in this stupid grid. Dog, there won't be no fucking helicopters. There's haters in this fucking city. You gotta... They don't like those helicopters on pot, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll be shooting you down. Yeah. We're going, we're going, we're going. It's gonna be fucking chaos. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. People didn't really learn about human behavior from the Rodney King riots. But that's what should have taught you. This is what's possible with something so simple as a, a verdict... For someone who you don't even know, who you saw get beat up, and they let the cops go. And these motherfuckers were going crazy, throwing rocks at white people, smashing their fucking... And yeah, 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 yeah. It was a racially charged issue. I understand people have this feeling of uh, an unfair society, and it's set up all fucked up. And that, that's what leads them, leads them to have this crazy rage where they go nuts and pull that Reginald Denny motherfucker out of his car and hit him in the head with a brick. I understand that. But listen, that ain't shit compared to your babies are hungry, okay? Trust me, that racial injustice, that ain't shit compared to what's going to go down when there's no fucking water. That ain't shit compared to what's going to go down when people are trying to get out of Orange County because Orange County has the same kind of fucking nuclear reactor that they have in Japan. That bitch is just sitting there. And anything over 8.0 and we got some problems. I feel bad for Orange County people. People yeah. are going to be going down there and getting fucked in the ass. And Tito Ortiz can't save all of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tito can't save everybody. 
Bunch of fucking little yuppies running into that Beamers, getting fucked in the ass. There's Their no way to get sucking. out of Orange County. They'll be the fucking road warrior again when they killed everybody. They'll be fucking crazy. You don't want to be here. You want to be in the mountains in Montana. Yeah. Montana. Now you're talking Not even me. Colorado anymore. There's too many fucking momos in Colorado. <laughs> no, the no. fucking money Shoot came me. in, the fake fucking money, and bought the hillbillies out. The real motherfuckers that you needed in case shit You got to go down. to like Woody Creek to find those people, no, right? You gotta, no, Woody Creek, is that's still fucking amateurs too. Really? Really? Bunch of fucking boozers up there. You really? Go, you got to go deep, deep in the mountains of Gunnison and shit like that and find those crazy... Gunderson? Gunnison. Brian, you got your volume on. We're echoing. Gunnison. Gunderson? Gunnison. Where's that? That's down south. What do you think about all that shit about the Denver airport? Do you know anything about the conspiracy behind the Denver airport? What is it now? The Denver airport, first of all, they moved way more dirt than they needed to. Right. And so there's this, all this thought that there's some sort of subterranean tunnel, tunnel system. It's all based on the end of the world. Oh, and there's, let like, it go. shelters. They fucked up. Stapleton Airport was a brilliant airport. It was like Burbank. You could smuggle a fucking dead fucking kilo of coke in there. Nobody said nothing. And all of a sudden, they came up with a bright idea. Let's fucking make an airport 90 miles farther out by Kansas. So when it snows, we really get fucking buried. We have no protection. That's a bunch of cowboys, bro, making decisions. And, and trust me, they're too stupid to even know what a conspiracy theory is. They have well, a the great people, airport. The people that built it, maybe. But if the government was really, truly behind it, like all these people think, what it is is that they made an airport there. But in constructing the airport, they also built some sort of underground safeguard Thresh, well, stronghold. is there, so there's got to be some kinky shit. Yeah, well, you know, if it's close, I mean, that would be a move, right? NORAD build an airport mountains. and then build some shelters. I mean, that airport is by fucking Kansas. When you go out to that Kansas? airport, there ain't dick out there. That's what they call it, the airport it's, in It was easy, man. When I lived in Denver or in Boulder, rather, it was easy to drive there. How far was the drive? Fucking hour. Nothing. Yeah, Never any be, traffic. It used to be 25 minutes. Never Here's the deal, traffic. though, bro. There's no traffic out there. It don't matter. No, used to be 25 Just minutes with no traffic, Put on no some drama. fucking tunes, crack the window no, a little no, bit. Man. They built this monster to spend money. Yeah. They built this monster, this monster to, to, to just, you know, like when I went to fucking Newark to see the fights with you. They redid Newark. They built a soccer stadium. Right. A fucking soccer stadium in Newark. They're spending money left and right, but they still can't put in a left-hand turning signal. So if you got to make a left 29 fucking miles of people got to make Well, a they're left trying picture. to keep up their reputation as the carjack capital of the world. And if you uh, got like some left turn signals, you got some outlets <coughs> people can es- escape. Can escape the drama. Fucking but amazing. That's the thing about that. It's like, you know, they think that uh, there's something really going on inside that Denver airport. There's all these documentaries um dedicated to it. And one of the reasons for it is because um there's uh, these crazy murals that are painted up in the Denver airport, and they're really disturbing, man. They're apocalyptic. Like, one guy's got a fucking gas mask on with a giant sword, and there's, like, pictures of children and coffins, and there's fire in the background. Have you ever seen that shit? Yeah, but do you, yeah, we've actually talked about it on this podcast before. We but, did? Yeah. But do you think that has anything to do with with that? I'm like, no. are you putting the two I, together? I don't know? think that it does, definitely, but it's interesting. You know, I mean, I don't have opinion one way or another. I've listened to the people talk about how it's just some great uh, escape base, and that 2012, there's right. going to be, you know, fucking asteroids going to hit that they're tracking. It's going to kill everybody except the people that are in this underground bunker. Right. I don't know, man. I watched a TV show on those dudes. Those dudes that have uh, they've they've bought like fucking condos out in these uh, shelters out in uh, like Death Valley and shit. Have you seen those? 
people have space in Death Valley, and so they have like a condo inside this underground bunker thing. It's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. You have to drive, and you go out there, and they had uh, these shows. I forget who was the host of the show, but they, they took you on a tour of these fucking... It might have been Jesse Ventura. No, it wasn't him, because they had a sense of humor. But they, <laughs> whoever it was was like, really? And they, they, they take on this fucking tour of these underground bunkers that they have set up where they can survive a fucking nuclear bomb. I mean, these guys are like... A half a mile deep into the fucking earth. So you survived the bomb. Now it's you and eight fucking momos. Eight looking assholes. At other, looking yeah. at each other. Listen, just live your fucking life. These people that dig into that shit, and just live your fucking life. If we get hit by a bomb, the best thing you could do is move on to the fucking next life and pray to God it'll be fucking better. You I understand hear that me? Doors music. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with people? I'm going to live in a bunker. Can you imagine being living your life consumed with what happens when a bomb drops? After 1960, those people, that shit wore off. In the 60s, they all moved into buildings with underground drops, with little fucking sandwiches. That's how Tang was fucking invented. What do you think they invented Tang for? So when we go in that fucking tunnel of doom, and after the Russians fuck everybody in the ass, we can come out and we got vitamin C from the fucking Tang. That's what Tang was invented for. But guess what? Our fears aren't the Russians anymore. It's a lot bigger than that. And whatever's going to hit now, right now there's a thing going on in Japan where we don't fucking know. They're lying to the people just like everything else. They're lying a 20-mile radius. That shit's horrible. That shit is horrible. Radiation is fucking horrible. And the best is all these people are raising their hands now. We have radiation in Key West. Don't blame it on fucking Japan. Don't blame it on Japan now. It's not Japan's fault. You guys have had radiation on your own, you greasy motherfuckers down there off the coast of Florida. <laughs> you filthy cocksuckers. Now you want to blame on the poor fucking Japs there walking around with fucking masks and There's radiation in Florida them. that's primarily Can from believe- coked up whores that's jerking right. guys off and creating heat <laughs> in the air. That sperm that they put in the fucking beach during CSI Miami. You see all these chicks, Brazilians, jumping up and down with that ass. That's what that fucking is. Pussy. Fucking nasty radiation. But. There's something extra dirty about porn that you get from Miami. You ever watch porn from oh, Miami? Yeah. Because yeah. it's almost like they're like retarded people fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're it's, always oiled up too. They're oiled up. And, and, and there's something about it. Like you can't relate. It's hard to even jerk We're off to. We're in trouble, Joe Rogan. Never mind the Martians and what's going on. We're in fucking trouble. This, thing in, trouble. Ja- this thing in Japan is a lot worse than what they're saying. You think so? Fuck yeah. What makes you say this? Just I just know our society. And they don't right. want to scare us. Wait till those fucking Japanese start coming out with six fucking eyes and shit. You don't know which one's looking at you. <laughs> then they're going to say, what is the that f- better? So you can see better? The maybe fuck? you know. Yeah, that maybe better. that's 2012. On, they, that'll be our next mutation. This is not good. This an is adaptation not to good. radiation. Yeah. This is not fucking Are there good. any animals besides roaches that are really good with radiation? Roaches are supposed to be the best at it, right? Yeah, they like can you pretty can much live through anything. But is that is that even them. is that even just like a, 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 a wives' tale? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Someone should do us a favor. Now we know that the Japan is fucked. Send a box of cockroaches over there with a webcam on it. <laughs> Let's see what's I'm up. Telling you, man, that's, you know, that's not if you good. love America, go over there and do that. All stupid. that fucking water, all that soil, and they don't know what the fuck's going on. And you know what? Now. Besides that, we're all spread out. We're in Libya. We're in this fucking place. Yeah, what the fuck are we, are we doing? Are you in fucking Libya, crazy? Man. Are you fucking crazy? These guys are just sitting there waiting. It's like a, it's like a, you're just waiting for us to wear out before you fuck us in the air. Yeah, why all that, Libya? What's that guy we've been looking for for eleven years? Osama bin Laden. Yeah, he's just sitting there going, "Oh, we got him now." They're spread out like motherfuckers. We'll just light a fire in Kansas. CNN breaking news. I get CNN breaking news sent to my phone. Holla. U.S. intelligence source CIA is operating inside Libya to help U.S. increase military and political understanding. What? That means somebody's about to get jacked, bitch. What kind of (laughs) horse shit quote is that? 
Oh, the CIA is there to increase military and political understanding. No, this is what we want you to do. Do you understand? Okay, here's the political understanding. We got the bombs, bitch, okay? We got fucking robots that we can operate from Nevada, okay? And you don't even see them because they blend in with the sky, and they don't make any noise because they're fucking solar-powered, and they can, can contain hellfire missiles. Hellfire! That's what I decided to name them. Not, you know, the, the, the beautiful flower missile <laughs> or, you know, lick my asshole missile. No, hellfire. Hellfire missiles, and they're shooting them from another fucking part of the world. Imagine the lag they have. They must have to really like plan a shot in advance. Like it's just like playing Quake online when you got lag. If you have like a 56k connection and there's some asshole you're playing against, who's got a cable modem, and you, you know he gets to move quicker than you because his downtime, his ping time between connecting to the server and back is much quicker. So you're fucked. Listen, so dog. these guys must have like super lag. Listen, dog. In 1985, <laughs> we went to see Rambo too, and that motherfucker took an arrow out with an explosive at the end. Mm. And when he shot it, all of us lost our mind. Nobody liked the black people. Black people love arrows with explosives. At the end. <laughs> I seen that movie on 178 Street. I never seen black. People going fucking crazy in my <laughs> life. When Rambo came out of the mud and his eyes opened up and choked the motherfucker, <laughs> black people went bananas. They're like yelling, we should have thought of that. But what is it about black dudes that love watching love martial Rambo. arts? Love it. They, they love anything special. Like a dude doing some crazy shit like, oh, that motherfucker got a gun in his shoe. Check that shit out. There's something about a dude pulls his shoe off and guns down the bad guy. You're like, oh, shit. No, he didn't. <laughs> what, what is that? What is it? I mean, They're just very vocal. They're excited. You know, they <laughs> <laughs> but the best thing about this is that was 20 years ago. The shit we got now as bombs and stuff is off the, ch oh, we got off a the bomb. charts. We got a bomb that comes at you as a car that follows you to the gas station, bro. And while you're pumping gas, it turns into a bomb. A guy pops out and taps you on the shoulder and says goodbye. <laughs> That's the shit we got. We got shit that comes to your house dressed up like a cake. Happy birthday. And when you go to blow out the candles, it just fucking blows up. We got some shit now. You know what I saw that was really crazy? They got this rover, this uh, this uh, remote-controlled drone rover that's moving around that can jump in the air. It gets up to a fence, and I think it can go like eight or nine feet in the fucking air. Wow. <clears throat> and it moves up to the fence, and then it just goes, doink! And flies to the end and lands on the other side. Wow, and it cool. looks like, it basically looks like, like some sort of a flat box you know, where all the electronics is with like two tractor, two rubber tractor things on the side of it, I guess. And the fucking thing flies through the air. I mean, what? What's next? You know, that's the other thing that um, people are thinking about a, a lot of the shit that's going down in Afghanistan, a lot of the shit that's going down in the Middle East period, is that the CIA has got all kinds of shit going on. All kinds of little, kinds of little drones and, and explosives blowing up in convenient spots to spark anger and... You know, that's what they do. They that's cause what they do. And spark war and get you know. They've always done that. And but the bottom line of this, what do you, what do you think is really going on? They figured out some Libyan doctor figured out a way how to grow fifty kilos of heroin <laughs> in your bathtub, and the United States find out and that jacked uh, that motherfucker. Gaddafi's got an army of motherfuckers around this guy with missiles and explosives, but the United States is jacking this guy. It's got something to do with H. It's got something to do with fucking why we're over there in the fucking first place. The whole nucleus of this thing. People are dying in Detroit from heroin yeah. from this fucking war. And we're still, now we're going to take over Libya. Boxes of money, bro. Isn't it uh, amazing how many people who think you're crazy when you start talking about the fact they're in Afghanistan for heroin? People go, what are you talking okay. about? They'll look at you like you just fucking just ate a bowl of shit. They'll look at you like, oh, you're a ridiculous person. Well, yeah, we're at war for heroin. Where do you think that money's going, man? Where's that money going? 
What is, you know how much money we're talking about? They're going to ignore that? You're fucking crazy. We want to take over a country so we can eat better gyros. That's what you're telling me? <laughs> gyros. Go fuck yourself. We're taking over a country so we can gyros. take over that fucking loot, dog. Yeah. That's the bottom line, man. It's a That's lot of loot. That's the bottom line. There's That's all sorts of loot, loot over there. And there's all sorts of loot in Libya, too. I mean, it's it's is it a fucking coincidence that for whatever reason we decide to attack Libya instead of going to Mexico and straighten out that bullshit that's right next door? But all Mexico's got is burritos. Well, they got like burritos and hookers and donkeys and tequila. Mexicans there's not a lot of shit to offer. Mexicans are getting ready, though. Yeah, but listen, got some crazy motherfuckers down there. Though. Well, they gotta they gotta clean up their problem. They got a big problem, and it's because of the United States. It's a big part of it's it. They problem. they wanted to make everything legal. They wanted to, you know, they did. Do you know that? They, here's a, a little known fact: Mexico has decriminalized everything. Small amounts when you're not selling it, everything's legal now. You could get acid in Mexico. You can get mushrooms in Mexico. They de- decriminalize everything just because they had to allocate resources to fighting these fucking drug lords. I mean, that's a that's a gone country. That country's gone. That country doesn't have a government anymore. But it's right next door. Right next door. Right next door. Right next door. The, the fucking the, the drug army is, it's like going to war with someone who lives in your country. It's like if we were fighting Al-Qaeda, but Al-Qaeda had billions of dollars and was way more armed, and they were living here. That's what it's like. That's what it's like being a, a, a fucking cop in Mexico. Thing. And here's the crazy thing. Mexico's coming back to get what's theirs, bitch. California and Texas. So get ready to rock, though. You can't take Texas. No, it's not going to happen. You can't, take, you can't Texas. take Texas. Even the Mexicans will they'll go around Texas and jack Wyoming. They'll jack Dallas, Dallas, Arcana uh, and shit. They'll give them a beat. Nah, you can't. You can't the the outskirts Texas. of Texas, they'll come out of their hunting blinds and oh, kill yeah, you. <laughs> you don't Nugent have a chance. Move down there. Yeah. Yeah. He already lives down there. Yeah. Ted Nugent lives in Waco now. Yeah, you can't does fuck he really? with Texas. He yeah, fuck yeah, he does. He's got a, a high fence. I've always admired what the, I, I think he's a retard, but I think he, he does a lot of I things retard. that I really agree with. And one of the things that I agree with is when he lived in Michigan, he had this badass compound. We had like 2,000 acres or something like that, and it was all fenced in. And he had all these animals living inside his compound, and he would just go and jack them. And that's where he got all his food from. He got all his food from hunting on his own property. And I'm like, God damn it, that's fucking brilliant. That's how I want to live. I would love to live like that. Just eat what you hunt. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I was into moving to Colorado. One of the reasons why I was up there, I was like, look, if the shit hits the fan, <coughs> I'm living in the woods. You know, there's a lot of animals out here, and there's spring water that Can comes out of imagine fucking shooting a pig? Yeah. And cooking them in a fucking cave with your kids. And a cave? Oof. Just giving them all fucking silverware and living in a tent with fucking heaters. And if the shit ever went down and got kinky, can you imagine that? Kinky. Kinky, kinky dog. Kinky. Shit gets kinky, dog. In the cave I'm with my heaters. I about you motherfuckers. Silver. I'm excited about Oregon. Oregon's one of those yeah, states. Yeah, we're going to have a good fucking time. Oregon's one of those states that's been on the grid for years, but nobody knew about it. They kept it hush-hush. I used to get some good weed in Oregon 15 fucking years ago. Grants yeah? Pass, Ashland, Eugene, Bend, Oregon's a hippie fucking foundation over there in Bend. Portland's a pretty hippie place, too, isn't very it? Very hippie yeah. place up there. Girls too. have dirty feet up yeah, there. They have dirty, dirty feet? feet. Yeah. You got to make them put co- socks on. <laughs> Fuck socks. It's a, it's put be socks nice on and don't breathe in my mouth. <laughs> Portland was the, the place that uh, I went to last year, and we were at, trying to find the most attractive person in a Costco for like a half hour, me and the girl I was with. And we oh, see, not, who would you fuck? Yeah, and we couldn't find anyone. So wow. <laughs> well, that's a Costco, though, dude. Go to a Costco in Burbank. You're dealing with a bunch of cripples there, too. I know, but that's a packed yeah. Costco. I so usually what? can find one string. You need to go to better places. So there's a smaller amount, smaller amount of people you'd want to fuck. Yeah. That's okay, dude. You're going to yeah. be okay. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to live somewhere with this, if this place falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the, there's I too went many to humans the... here. 
in too LA. Many fucking yeah. people here. Too many. Yeah, Just but we keep on saying that, but we're 20, not doing anything about it. <laughs> I did. I did. I fucking moved, man. The only reason why I came back is because Mrs. Rogan got pregnant and because the dog got eaten by a mountain lion. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, went to I the suburbs then. Or something. Well, that's my next move, man. You ain't going back. What are you talking about? Oh, it's not like I'm already talking to real estate agents. Oh, snap. You don't know. She'll let you talk. She'll let you talk all that nonsense until she'll go back. This is the move. The move is you go and you get a summer place and you try it out and you live there for a summer. And then it becomes like you'd be super nice while you're there. So it becomes all nostalgic, you know? So I just, every time we're there, I'll just bring home flowers and shit. And then we come back to LA and then it's all jujitsu and loud music and too much pot smoke. See, LA's negative. Daddy's crazy in LA. Daddy just wants to fight and smoke pot and he's walking around naked. No. In Colorado, Daddy wants to go get ice cream and Daddy's bringing flowers home. See, you just train them, bro. Here's the problem you got, Joe Rogan. Farts on her I love you to death. I got. I love you to death, cocksucker. Here's the problem Joe Rogan's got. Joe Rogan's got a great wife. And Joe Rogan, I went to his home last week and that was one of the first times that Mrs. Rogan was home in a couple times and I've been up there like four times. Mrs. Rogan likes to rock the house. Mrs. Rogan don't like to sit at home. The problem is, all, all up where you live now, all you got to do is go down the hill and she get the party started. Where you put her before, motherfucker, that's a witness relocation plan. She had to drive 90 miles before she even seen a Denny's, dog. There was another 20 miles. She was from all the way up in Boulder. The first mall that she cares about is Cherry fucking Creek. You know what I'm saying? So you had it too far away. Was that away. Denver? Yeah, you had Cherry it too Creek far Denver. away from the mall. Too far away from the mall. You got to keep her closer to the mall. You had a 90 fucking miles, dog. And then I she loved, slipped on the ice. You know what I loved the most it. living up there? Blew up. What I loved the most living up there Tell was that, that there was a small amount of people, man. Small Boulder, amount. Boulder's only got 100,000 plus people. Not that much, man. And people are friendlier like that. There's a, a more relaxed vibe. And I think that shit is healthy. I think there's something exciting about living in a big city, especially if you're, you know, you're involved in the hustle and bustle, and you're really trying to make something happen. And What's you know, a it's bustle? Like, I don't know. But I can't believe you're talking York. to a realtor again. If you got divorced, you probably get married again after a week, you dumb fuck. You talking to a realtor again? Are you really Mrs. talking to a realtor? Mrs. Mrs. Rogan's going to shut oh, that yeah. party up. You got to figure out a way to get a fucking car for her to the mall yeah, man. quicker where the action's I could at. do that. Don't worry about that. And you got to move a little closer. And that was too much. Yeah, you had the next two up move the is a little closer. And you just need to move to Texas. Texas is Texas cool. Texas is the answer, too. I, I like Austin. I'm a big fan of that Austin, Texas. I'll tell you that. I'd live there. If I was going to live... but. More God, land. Still, weed is not legal there. The thing about Colorado is it's just like California. You could just go rock weed everywhere. Well, Mrs. And people Rogan moved to Austin. No, no, not so yet, not yet. The shit hits the, the fan, anything can happen. You know, when when the shit hits the fan, then everybody gets scared, and then you start making you know you survival can move, you choices. Can move anywhere. You can man. live in Kansas. You know, you'd rather be healthy in Kansas. You know. But um, uh, the, the weed stores in Colorado are just like out here, bro. It's just how they're everywhere. There's one place in Denver where there's a fucking seven of them on a street. Yep. Bing, wow. bing, 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 bing. They're everywhere. Is it easier to get a license, though? The same, 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 same deal. Or I get headaches. Okay. Bang. Prescription, son. I didn't know it was like that. We don't want you to have a headache. 20 minutes away from me when I was shooting that movie last yeah. year. Right in the mountains, they had them. Nice. Like a doctor. Oh, yeah. There's a place that I used to go to in the mountains. It was like a gift shop. And they were doing, they were struggling. They were doing terrible. And, you know, the fucking, they were about to lose their business. And then they started selling weed in the back of the gift shop. Legal. <laughs> they got a legal license. Nice. Boom. Now they're balling. Like now they're, they're about to open. Their one place they opened up in Boulder is supposedly, I don't know if it's open yet, but they were talking about it was going to be 30,000 square feet. It was going to be three floors. I don't know if they went through with it. I need to find out if they did. Yeah. Because that's just the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. That's a goddamn shopping that's mall. That's a Walmart of weed. Yeah, a Walmart of weed. Yeah. But they had great spots there, man. They had great spots where you can get weed. I got some no fucking problem. weed 
two days ago in Hollywood is thirty one percent THC level. You don't even this shit ain't even necessary. What kind was it again? It's Matt's OG. I've been smoking Matt since two thousand and six. And you gotta figure that every year it gets a little stronger. It's their trade weed. They pay this grow. I forgot to bring a bud. It looks like one of the Martians from Independence Day. It's got, you can see the sativa and the indica growing around it. It's like a it's hybrid. Fucking beautiful. What if I tell you I had a joint of that right now? Did Ari give it to you? Huh? No, I went and got it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Don't get that not shit, son. Right. You Do you, you really have it. some? Yeah. What's it called? Matt's OG. number one OG. Bring it back and spark it, kid. Oh, that shit is fucking strong, bro. Yeah. I had to go to the gym, but I was fucked up. Sounds good. Dog slot. Well, Oregon's going to be fun. Last time we went to have Oregon, time. I went to Eugene, Oregon with Jody Ferdy. And we had a Saturday night there for a one-nighter for Tribble. But it was the same night that there was a convention for, like, the American Association of Retarded Children. I don't want to say it wrong. But it was, like, the children that, you know, right. Special Olympics. Right. And they had a lot of little retarded kids running around. So when I go to check in, I'm high as a motherfucker. And there's all these Ew. kids with balloons. And I'm just freaking because Oregon got some deep weed. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. We got some at the gas station. Well, I- Brian, you're going to love this shit. So I got a lighter. We check into the hotel in Eugene. And Joe, this is not 10 or 15 of them. This is 600 children, you know, Special Olympics, 200 retarded ones, and their parents. Whoa. So I go to my room, you know, we smoke, we do the show. The show is in the hotel, but on a different part. They're having a little dance. You had to see this. They're all holding hands with little balloons and the disco. And it was very cute to see. But if a lot, what the story that a lot of people don't know is, Retarded guys, boys are the strongest motherfuckers in the world, and they're most perverted. Really? Yeah, oh, like I've a, heard that like before. Like a retarded boy, they go fucking nuts if you see them, if you show them your pussy. <laughs> really? So listen to me. We're in the fucking comedy club, and often they switch it at ten o'clock. They switch it. They turn it into a disco. And Jody's got a couple cocktails in it. She started dancing. She got big titties at the time. <laughs> and there's this little retarded boy who breaks away from the fucking pile, and goes into the dance, and he starts to look at Jody. And you could see Joe Rogan that he's losing his fucking mind. Oh, no. And finally, he goes over on the dance floor and starts dancing with him. Right? He starts dancing with him, and he starts grinding with him. Jody thinks it's cute. And all of a sudden, they come in, and they're like, there he is. There's little David. And they come to grab him, and David fucking snaps like one of those fucking gorillas in the zoo. Right now, they had three black doormen that were trying to tackle little Timmy. Little Timmy was throwing him around like Brock Lesnar throwing around fucking John Fitch. Just picked the whole offensive line of the Giants couldn't hold this little retard down. <laughs> three, three fucking black gorillas, and he's just pushing them. Ah, ah, dee, dee, dee. Ah, dee, dee, dee. Ah, nah, 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 nah. He seen those titties. He went fucking ape shit. He's pushing them. The counselors came. They had to throw him on the fucking floor and put his hand. Ah, nah, nah, nah. Ah, nah, nah, nah. He seen them titties. He went fucking ape shit, dog. Whoa. Those little tarts go fucking bananas when you show them. <laughs> those little what? Tarts. <laughs> and it was just titty. Can you imagine if it was the monkey who would have jumped? Bro, these, these, these are, this is the University of Eugene. These are big black football players. They couldn't control this little 12-year-old. Wow. He was banging them, throwing them around like nothing. Get out he of was only 12? 12 or 13, just throwing these fucking black guys around. That's and I never forget that, that they had to put them on the floor, handcuff them, shoot them, tranquilize them. This little fucking poor kid seen titties and he went fucking bananas. Bananas. That's crazy. Have you I seen- wonder if they're just doing what everybody wants to do, but just they doesn't have, have the balls. The wall, they, ha- they don't have the walls the, the, to break down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> wonder if that's what people like uh, instinctively want to do. Right. You think like... You're like, born that way. Yeah. Retards can't be like extra more horny, right? No. They're probably not extra horny. It's right, pro- put that fan on them. <laughs> I'm sweating like Joe Rogan's house without the electricity. You know what I'm saying? You're killing me here. Woo! Bro, this kid went fucking bananas. He ripped That's his shirt. That's scary. 
Because you can't even beat them up. What do you What do you do? do you, you can't drop a bomb on but a the fucking... The funny thing was that they built like a wall at first and they threw him out. First they asked him to leave and he was like, they built like the black guys got shoulder to shoulder. Right. And he was grabbing their shoulders. <gasps> Whoa. Like, I mean, it was fucking scary for They me. don't know they look bad, you know? That's one of the weird things about people that are retarded or Down syndrome or whatever. They don't seem to know. You know, they just kind of are. They right. just behave. They don't. They're not like, oh, why am I so fucking stupid? You're so smart. No, they're not like that. They're, for, they're just themselves. Right. You know what I mean? It's like that must be a strange, strange existence, where you know that's part of being dumb is that you're too dumb to realize you're dumb. You know, and if you, I'm not saying dumb like there's like they're lazy, like they have an issue. There's a mental issue. There's a mental mental issue. imbalance. Yes, whatever no, the fuck absolutely. it is. But I mean, it's they're they're impaired. But they're mm -hmm. so impaired they don't know they're impaired. Like they've lost the ability to see that they're impaired. You know, what's a strange thing? What man? if they all have an inner voice that that's completely normal, like, but they can't take A to B, like, wow. you know, you know what I mean? So the whole time they're just like, I can't believe how much they treat me so horrible, and I wish I, you know, but they can't when they try to say it. It's like, well, there's probably now, there's probably a lot of that. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of different types of you right. know being fucked up. Right. You know, for sure, there's that too. You know, it's not it's not just simple as you know. There's some there's varying degrees. Yeah, there's varying degrees along the way that are you know. I mean, it's a fucking crazy thing, man, to to have your mind impaired. You know, and like look, our minds are impaired in comparison. I was watching this fucking twelve year old kid, this autistic kid with a hundred and seventy IQ, doing his take on the theory of relativity, and he's writing out equations on this fucking window. And I'm watching this kid. I'm like, this kid might as well be a fucking alien. All right, I don't know what he's doing. I have no idea. He's explaining this like this is all simple, simple shit. When this is so far beyond my capacity. To him, to this autistic kid, I'm retarded. Okay, I am this guy who he has to humor because I can't understand a fucking word, a letter, a single part of his equation. I don't know what's going on up there. It's chaos to me. But to him, it's so clear. It's a language. It's like, well, quite simply, you have to move this, and this becomes X equals Y equals 2. We are the retards to that kid. You know, maybe like, maybe like you know, people with Down syndrome they feel bad with people who don't have Down syndrome. Maybe it's just like us; we feel bad with people who have autism. Right. Like, oh, this poor kid's got autism, man. He can't engage in all the normal emotional things that we do. Meanwhile, this motherfucker is you know count, counting to a billion in his head while while he's talking to you about how a, a television is conduct constructed. You know, maybe we're retards to them. Maybe you know they look at us and they go, "These poor fucks. They they can't even do math in their head. They don't. They can't see through walls." They, they can't read people's minds, you know? Well, but some people are just... I had a kid in the eighth grade. His name was Michael Allegretta, Sicilian kid. He had been fresh off the boat in the fucking sixth grade. By the eighth grade, this motherfucker spoke three languages. Hey, oh, my God. Wow. Well, all that Sicilian <laughs> shit, but he picked up Spanish, and he picked up English, and I used to just sit and look at him in awe. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he was such a cool motherfucker that... I just wanted to hang with him. He was so, and he was a nerd. We used to play when you when we used to play hockey. We hit him in the chins with the with the hockey stick, and he go ah yeah 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 yeah. So I would die laughing. He was an immigrant to the back. He was my dog, Michael Allegretta. That's hilarious. And he, but this kid knew nothing when he came off a boat, January in the sixth grade. By the eighth grade, he knew three fucking languages. He would talk to me in Spanish, talk to you in English, like nothing. And get A's, you know. Some people it's are brilliant, a work bro. ethic too. It's a, some people just they have this insane work ethic, and people that get a chance to come to America, 
It's so much different than being born in America. We don't have any fucking idea. idea you live, you know, you're living in fucking Guatemala or some shit. You know, your your opportunities are fucking few and far between. You know, you're living in some place that's impoverished. You're you're kind of fucked, man. But when you're in America, dude, holy shit. So these guys, you know, their family gets them together. Look, we're going to move to America. We're going to have a better life. And you realize you're leaving everything behind. You're putting all your fucking ship in cargo planes. And you're all sitting together crammed in coach and, you know, eating fruit out of your mom's purse. And, you know, just hoping that when you get there, things are going to be better. And you don't know anybody there. And how scary is this? So when those motherfuckers get to school, they come out guns blazing. You know, they appreciate the fact that, holy shit, I used to live in Italy. Now here I am in the land of the free, the home of the brave. You know, I'm in America, and I'm in school, and I'm learning English, and I'm just going to go fucking crazy over here. They're just so happy. And Joe Rogan, that's the one half of it. Because I didn't leave Cuba crying. When we moved here, I woke up on 89th Street and Riverside Drive. Right. I had all the fucking things that a rich kid would have at right. that age. And here I was, walking around this fucking city, but I didn't know English. And all you want to do in your heart is just fit in. And you have no idea. This is not trying to fit in when you're in grammar school and you should get a tattoo or long hair. All you want to know is for them not to know that you came from somewhere else. I can't describe it to you. I can't even fucking start to tell you. Like sometimes I have this anger at me and it's because I, I, we, were, we were so lucky. We were so lucky. Any three of us could have been born one of those black kids in fucking Haiti with flies on you. Yeah. Any three of us. And we have so many fucking opportunities. And sometimes I wake up in the morning, this really hits me sometimes. I go, how fucking lucky am I that my mother came here? And here I am sitting here smoking dope. I gotta go mug somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. That's what an immigrant was like. I, I, you know, I'm telling you for a long time, I've been writing this thing. And that's how it starts with it. You know, I don't remember anything. I don't remember the plane ride from Cuba. I remember nothing. All I remember is crossing the fucking street on 89th and Broadway up to PS166 and thinking to myself, finally, I'm going to be a fucking American. Wow. What does that mean? Looking at that flag and really believing something, dog. It's not just a piece of fucking rag. Looking at that flag and going, what the fuck? Like looking at the wind blowing that flag and going, what the fuck? That flag is the answer to all my fucking problems. That's the answer right there. But even at that age, I knew my mother was fucking crazy, so I knew I wasn't a full-fledged American. But looking at that flag, <laughs> when you look at that flag and you just come here, that, they have a scene in the beginning of Scarface when they're on the boat and they finally see land and they show the American flag and the director, whoever the guy is brilliant enough to show, he showed it from a different angle what that flag looks like. It's not just, we overlook that flag every fucking day. We overlook that flag. You don't know what it is to look at that flag when you first come here. And to know that that's your fucking, that's your uh, magic carpet. It's the highest ideal in the world. It's, it's the it's, highest it's, ideal. That's why it's so infuriating when politicians are fucking corrupt. That's why it's so, you know, people say, you know, why do you criticize what America does overseas? Don't you love America? Yeah, if you love it, you want to tell the fucking truth about what it's doing. You know, if you love it, you're supposed to stand up and go, what the fuck is going on? Well, it's like you, you don't love it by letting it get away with stupid shit because there's some corrupt cunts at the wheel. That's not. It doesn't mean you don't love the idea of America. I fucking love the idea of America for sure. I've Always never... remember, we only see the one side of that flag. We never see both sides together, gentlemen. And that's the point. We we never. We only see that one side of the flag. Right now, you discussed that the CIA is setting up things in Libya. What are they setting up? They're starting a war. They're starting business. Yeah. They're getting things going. That's the other side of that flag that we're never able to see. We only yeah. see one if side of the flag. you put a mirror on the other side of the flag. You know what I'm saying? That's the one side of the flag that we have since we accept this side of the flag. 
we got to accept that side. Yeah, the only way that side, this side, is possible where it's easy to drive around is if they're doing all this creepy shit. You got to bring, unless we bring the whole world together in on everything. And that's just not going to happen. And we've done it's creepy just, fucking shit as well, Americans. And they're going to do creepy shit too. We can't trust them. You know, we, you can't trust people to be cool. You know, the, look, the natural instinct, if someone can get into a position of power, is to be Gaddafi. That's the natural instinct. The natural instinct is to get Botox when you're 80 and have this big stupid looking rubber face, wear goofy clothes, and just be running shit. Even though you're this old cunt, you know, living in some fucking castle with billions of now, dollars. Why is he doing that job? Can you tell me why is he doing oh, it? Maybe we put for that the billions dude in of there. dollars for money. The that other side dude. of that flag is money, Joe Rogan. That's a lot of people never had comprehend that that's the reality of it. Stand up is a beautiful thing to do. Yeah. Some guys are brilliant, and some guys aren't brilliant. The millionaires, the other four between the crack. The other side of the stand up, it's a business. Yeah. It really is a fucking business, guys. And it's like anything else. The other side of that flag is a business, guys. And the same way we want Social Security when we're 65, our country has to do sell a couple kilos every once in a while to replenish those fucking funds. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's a side the American public don't want to know. That's the side that included Kennedy. That's a side that Alex Jones talks about. Whether it's true or not, that's a side we're not supposed to see. We're supposed to be focused on the other side, on what that machine is supposed to mean to us. And for guys like you and I, I like looking behind the curtain, but I don't. I don't, because I grew up in a, in a corrupt hometown. I've seen what politics is at a minute level. I can't even dream of what it is at a national fucking level when uh, I'm taking political contributions, but I'm going to pass your fucking bill so you could pass that law mm. that'll make people's hands grow back, but they're also going to give them cancer in the eyeballs. That's part of it. It grows. It, when I grew up in it when it was in the micro process. I, now it's in a, the national level of corruption is in a macro process. And it starts with little things in townships. Where if Is it macro smaller than micro? Yeah, micro, macro. I'm a little high. I'm sorry, guys. But you understand my I point. know exactly what you're saying. It's, yeah. uh, it's very interesting. It, in corruption, if not checked, grows. It all just keeps getting bigger. Just it's not like they go, bigger. hey, we got to cut the shit. I know we've been making millions of dollars on the sneak tip, but everybody's got to stop right now, and I'm not kidding. I think okay, why weak, are you still making money? These WikiLeaks things are pretty cool for the country, I think, Huge. In, in general. That's why these assholes want to put that guy in jail. They want right. to say it compromises American security. No, it doesn't. He, he did exactly what the New York Times was supposed to do if they got that information. They should have done that on Twitter, though. Can you imagine if there was just like this Twitter address that everyone followed? That every, well, they have every, a WikiLeaks tweet, Twitter. Like, By the way, JFK, here's pictures of JFK selling cocaine, too. Well, dude, WikiLeaks has a Twitter, and they, really? they released they shit the on the Twitter. Twitter? They released oh, shit on the sweet. Twitter. They released uh, some uh, an article about how... How um, different uh, parts of uh, the American economy are influenced by genetically modified foods, and how we are trying to force them on other countries, and then we're you know, like fucking with other countries if they don't go into uh, the genetically modified food, if they don't start growing uh, like Monsanto corn, shit like that. You know, those that 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 those these giant companies are way too embedded into the political system. They're not doing stuff for the greater good of people. They're doing stuff for the profitability of giant corporations that moved them into position in the first place. The whole thing has been corrupted. Like to sit down and pretend that that that, that it's real is insulting. It's like a, it's like a stupid argument. It's like people who argue about pro wrestling. You know, it's like, what are you arguing about? This is a, a fake nonsense process. If you can't no notice that from Obama, Obama's going to pull all the troop out of Afghanistan. Oh, he's not. Obama won the Nobel Peace Prize, and then he sent 30,000 more fucking troops to Afghanistan. I mean, come on, man. Thank you. Look at all the shit that he's done to uh, allow these cunts to get away with stealing all that fucking money and that bailout. I watched that Inside Job movie. Dude, that shit is disgusting. 
It's disgusting how deep the corruption is in the financial, uh, the, the whole financial sector. It's scary, dude. They have the people that are regulators eventually get jobs with the banks. Like, how the fuck? You're telling me you work as a guy who's working for the SEC and you're looking into banks and corruption and shit like that, and then when you quit, you get a job with the bank? How the fuck are you not in jail? How the fuck are you not in jail? You were the one re responsible for looking over these motherfuckers while they were doing all sorts of crazy shit. Betting on things failing and betting three times more than, than a business is worth and speculatives and, 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 and betting again and fucking forcing clients to buy shit they knew wasn't good. Like they did a lot of crazy, creepy shit and got away with it. And the only one who got popped is that Bernie Madoff. Those motherfuckers should all be in jail. There should be a mass jailing. And they're not? They're not jailing anybody. Then it's bullshit. Then it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. They're, they're not... You, you gotta, like, hold them the, the, the most accountable you can, and it's barely at all. People's dreams. People's dreams. When you steal people's dreams, that's the worst thing in the fucking world. You're 63 years old, all of a sudden somebody calls you and says you're not gonna get your, your money at 66 or 67. All that money you put away. That happens to those guys a lot, too. It's happened to a lot of fucking people. People in 60... I just watched them about a month ago. People 71 getting part-time fucking jobs now. This, 69. This fucking movie showed, um, I believe it was Iceland, how they went in and jacked the Icelandic economy in, like, a couple of years. These banks went in and just fucking just created bubbles and started making crazy money, spending in excess, and then it all failed, and people are fucked. They had, like, the most stable, the most normalized economy. Like, it was a, a beautiful economy. Everything was running smooth. People were hard workers. People got shit done. They lived a life of, you know, relative prosperity. Now they're fucked. Everybody lost everything. Everyone's fucked. Everyone's pissed off. Do you off, think that could happen in the, here in the States? I think it already has. It already has. What is this bailout? What is, what is this? How do, you, how do these people get money when, when their banks failed, they, 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 well, they have bonuses in their contract. Bonuses, how the fuck do you get a bonus when the bank uh, fails? Like, the idea that you have to respect them and that they can't lose, that's just, they're, it's so corrupt. Have you seen it's the disgusting. size of the bonuses? Millions and millions, millions of, dollars. of dollars. And this is from banks where we to had to pay them. We gave them money, and they're giving out money. And either way, if your bank fucking fails, <clears throat> you can't get a bonus. You can't get a bonus. I'm sorry. Millions the they bank get. fucking failed. Do you take no personal responsibility? Like, who takes responsibility? Somebody. And it, shouldn't it be the guy that, that stands to make a bonus if the bank does well? That should be the guy who takes personal responsibility. So when the bank fucking fails, you don't get your bonus, cunt face. <laughs> it's it. It's that simple. Why, why the fuck can't the president say that? Instead, he's like, we're going to you know, limit it to half a million dollars. Half a million fucking dollars! For a bonus when your bank fails. Well, do you want these motherfuckers are so not living in reality, in most people's reality. These cunts cost so many fucking people their life savings, and they have to get their bonuses. And the president's like, well, we have to give them to them. What the fuck are you talking about? You have to give it to them. You can't just step in and go cut the shit. Are you fucking crazy? No, you can't get $30 million after your fucking bank fails. No, in the middle of a crazy downed economy where billions of dollars from taxpayers' money has been funneled to fucking banks to keep them afloat. No, you can't get a bonus, fuckhead. You're lucky you have a job. You're lucky your head is attached to your fucking shoulder. You're lucky not getting 90 fucking years. Yeah, you're lucky you're not in jail forever in Haiti. Can I ask okay? you a question? Have you followed what's going on in the city of Bell? Bell? Where's yeah. Bell? Bell, California is a city that the fucking guys just jacked them. 
What happened? Like the fire. You got to get up early in the morning for this because they're talking about like KTLA. It's a city here of Bell off the 605 or something. And all the mayor, everybody, it was as corrupt as can be. They had been jacking millions. So if it's at that city of Bell, if the corruption is that deep, the cops were having ticket contests. Really? Oh, this is every day on the news. They come up with more shit. The guy just got reindicted. This is old school Jersey shit. Like, really? Was school. Where's Bell? Bell, California. It's, I, I think like... You know, Northern? It's, it's 30 minutes from here. South. Oh, really? Yeah, 30, 45 it's minutes close. from here. It's close. Yeah. Wow. And they just been having this shit in there lately. It's a shit store. They all got, they were all stealing. All five guys were stealing big pools. I don't understand how they feel like no one's gonna get caught. With it's a like paper Goodfellas. Trail. Remember Goodfellas when Robert De Niro had to start killing people because yeah. they're spending too much money. Yeah, just, that's the same goddamn thing, man. That was a great scene, wasn't it? Where you realize the guy came in, his wife had a fucking beautiful fur coat on. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they they, they know they have to kill this guy. And then the, there's photos of him and his wife shot in the car. What a great goddamn movie that, that was. That movie was on the other night. And, <sighs> and I walked in the part with them at the mother's house. And they're borrowing the knife. But you got to think of that whole scene. They're borrowing a knife to stab this guy in the car. Meanwhile, while they're eating, the guy's <laughs> in the trunk of the fucking car. Yeah. And they're eating like it's the 4th of July. Yeah. They're eating eggs and bread and fucking telling stories. Remember the painting? Yeah. <laughs> the that three is, dogs. That what do you want for me? Such that is such a sick fucking movie right there. It's, it's a great a, movie. What do you want from me? There's not that many of those. There's very few of those that ever get that good. You know, there's very few movies that ever, like, hit that. That's like a perfect movie. Goodfellas is like a perfect fucking movie. Everything about it. Especially when you see it 20 years later. When she was screaming at Ray Liotta and he run, he starts laughing and runs away because he's gacked out of his fucking mind. She's screaming at him and he's laughing. Remember when they were, were packaging up the Coke and his girlfriend was getting pissed off? You know, she's because he's got her just fucking making coke for him now. He was banging her on the side, still with his wife, and he's got her packaging coke for him. And then, you know, he he leaves laughing, and she fucking throws the coke at the door. You remember that shit? Here's the craziest thing ever. Like, it's I a tell great, you, great here's the craziest movie. thing ever. When he gets to that scene, and I did coke for thirty years. When he gets to that scene, and he snorts it, and he pops his head up, and his eyes dilate right in front of the camera. That scene is where I turned the movie off. Really? It bothers me to no end. You know why it bothers me? Because he steals it, dog. He taps into the coke. When he's standing there with his arms, watch it again. When she's weighing it, and he's standing there with his arms folded. How many times you see me with my arms folded? That means, <laughs> that means your potential energy. You're ready to explode. You can't even take watching that, fill that fucking envelope. When he sees the fucking, the helicopter, and you know it's behind you. The chitter-chatter they have, that's paranoid talk. Why can't we go to your mother's house when they drop the guns off? Can you imagine, Joe? Why can't we go to your mother's house and drop off guns? They had this chitter-chatter <laughs> when he gets out of jail and he's fiending for the coke. And he comes home and he's trying to tell her that he wants it for money. He wants to get high. I've been there. Karen. Karen, what'd you do? It was what we... It was all we had, Karen. <laughs> that whole chitter chat. Look at how high Karen. they were. He just passes out. They just passed so out. perfect. Yeah, they just pass out from the that fucking anxiety. That was all anxiety. we had. Yeah, that's all we had. $60,000 in the fucking thing he had in the ceiling. What the a cops great, wouldn't have found it. Great fucking movie, though. But it's amazing. When he's every- looking up at the helicopters and he's driving, oh. he's so fucking yes. paranoid. Yes, when he was in the car and he yeah. thought it was over. It was so and he's And he's getting rid of guns, right, wasn't he? Yeah. You have no idea what it is to get coked up in this little room and look out that window all yeah, night by the blonde, and there's like, <laughs> a, and there's a, there's like there'll be a, 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 what do you call those things, a fire hydrant? Uh-huh. But in your mind, it becomes a dog. 
Could you imagine if you got like Osama bin Laden coked up? Could you imagine if you got someone someone like Gaddafi coked up right now? How paranoid he would be? They just go like, fucking. He nuts, probably bro. does it. You think he does coke? Of course. You're a fucking terrorist. You're probably fucking fucking hookers. Well, doing Gaddafi's not a coke. terrorist. He's a he's a dictator. Or I mean, I mean Osama. He's, but I mean, yeah, he's the same thing. He's that was a, a, a bad, bad person, right? Enemy, bad yeah. person. There was a guy called Carlos something that was part of the Medellin cartel in the eighties. Bad motherfucker, the one that was in charge of bringing up all the blow. He got so crazy. On Not the Nadir. Carlos, yeah, what's his last name? He was ratted. it Nadir? Carlos Nadir? I don't know. No. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that they did be. blow about. I might have made that up. Blow was the guy on the island that he went to visit. Johnny Depp, the guy with the blue eyes, that right. had the machine guns and shit. Well, yeah. this guy, his name is Carlos Laidere. Yes, it is Carlos Laidere. Laidere. Carlos Laidere. Yeah. Carlos Laidere got his sentence reduced. He got like 900 years knocked off his sentence. He still got 1,400 more to do. Mm. He's the one that went to the government and said, Dog, I gave Fidel envelopes face to face. Wow. And uh, Carlos Leder, how they nailed him was, he was actually getting cameras, like Brian does, setting him around a room. He'd get a plate, blow, he'd sit there naked <laughs> with a towel on, and just do bumps, and every once in a while he'd go like this, a chick would come and suck his dick, he'd smack him, <laughs> he'd do more blow, and, <laughs> and he'd just tell poetry all day. And finally they got, wow. the Medellin cartel got their hands on this, and they were like, this can't happen. Get Bush on the phone, Bush. We got something for you, right? I'll tell you exactly where he is. We're going to email the tape to you. Really? That's, That's yeah, how the, it ended? the middling cartel gave him up. Really? Exactly, yeah, because they couldn't take that. This guy was folding. He's making videos of himself naked, sweating with his eyes this big, <laughs> doing blow for 24-hour pops. Uh, Fuck Charlie Sheen. This guy was <laughs> naked, doing bumps, and, 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 you know, saying, talking about La Luna, you know, stars in the mountains. <laughs> And then he would go, all right, and the chick would come and suck his dick, and he would, like, shoot her. And they would just <laughs> shoot her on tape, and they would just keep, you see him pulling her by her ankles, and shit, she'd be bleeding. Fuck her. And then he'd do more blow, and I wish I was lying to you. This guy was killing people on tape, doing blow, just oh sweating, not eating for days. Oh, Brilliant God, shit. Damn. And then, then they, one of the Medellin cartel got this, and they're like, we can't have this. Wow. They, they went and got him and brought him back. They still have those pictures of him on the plane. Next to the Marines, he's just looking around like, what the fuck do I do? He knew exactly who turned them in. Holy shit. Did you see, you saw Cocaine Cowboys, right? Yeah. You know that woman, what's her name? Gazelda? Gazelda. She's out. She's back in Colombia, man. They got pictures of her in Colombia at the airport, hanging out, free. And this, this, the movie, just detail after detail, how many people she had killed. Wow. That, that bitch, the, the godmother, I think they called her, Gazelda. She made so much money. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in coke money, man. She was killing people left and right. They got this guy who's the, her hitman who's in jail, and they interview him in jail, and he's just telling them all the different times Griselda had made me kill this guy, so I had to go do some business, and I killed this guy. I had to do some business, and I said I wouldn't do that because they wanted me to do a drive-by, and there was a baby in the car. Like, whoa. Wow. Those doing... fucking Colombians, they used to shoot anything, bro. This is a picture of you go on Daily News... Archives, 1984, a Colombian family in Brooklyn got slaughtered. Whoa. The, the room for the wake was 14 bodies, and there was 12 kids. Oh, my God. And they God. sat the kids down, 2 to 12, and put bullets in, them in their fucking foreheads. Oh, my God. And the pictures just, they don't show the bodies, but they show the funeral parlor and just the row of fucking bodies, these Colombians. <sighs> and over nothing. This is in the 80s when they were shooting you over $2 just to make that point. 
You know, you yeah. always fucking money. We're going to shoot you. That was the, the big thing about them, right? The Colombians were always thought to be the most, like, Colombian necktie. They go for Cut kids. Cut your fucking yeah, throat out. Pull your tongue out. They wanted, they wanted an intimidation at the maximum. You people know, are fucking savages, bro. And that's right next door to us, buddy. That's that's just like what's going on in Mexico. That's happening right now in a bigger, even bigger scale. You know, because the Colombians, even though they had like they were selling drugs and they were bringing drugs in, they weren't getting that much resistance from their government. You know what I mean? It was kind of corrupt. The government was part yeah. of their action. Yeah, it was kind of corrupt. But in Mexico, it's not the same, man. Mexico, they get a lot of resistance, but it doesn't matter. They're still doesn't doing matter. it. They're still doing it. So it's scarier because it's more like. It's more like militaristic, you know. What's they're like, the, what's they're the expression over. in Spanish? Plomo, plomo o plata. That's the expression, bro. That's a silver that's a finish. Cash. That's a finish from the rubber guard. Plomo o plata. Plomo plata? No, it's called <laughs> either bullets or money. Which one? They just show up. Which ask, one's bullets? Uh, plomo. Plomo is bullets. Yeah, plata Pl- is plata cash. Plata is cash. So they Plomo sh- or Plata. They just show up at your house, put a gun down with an envelope. Plomo or Plata. That should which, be a new rap song. Plomo which one you want to choose? Or Plata. And you Your ju- call <laughs> bitch. That's how they were corrupt in Colombia. Plomo. Plomo. Hmm. That's it. Plomo Plata. This uh, poor fucking girl who was, uh, remember that girl was trying to be a sheriff in uh, some town in uh, near Juarez? Remember that shit? She was 20 years old. It was a big story because this is college girl decides she's going to fucking get a, a, a job as a sheriff and try to clean up the town. Within months, this poor girl is trying to seek asylum in America because they're trying to kill her. Oh, they'll slice your fucking throat. They'll cut you up a little You're either in or you're out. There's, yeah, no, there's no coming back. There's no, no. No. That's a different society. This isn't... Uh, <laughs> it's terrifying, man. This isn't... Uh, it's terrifying shit, you know? It's terrifying that... It's terrifying that we're not doing anything about it, but yet we're fucking around in Libya. Hey, bro, in 1984, December 12th of 1984, I was minding my business, or 83, I was minding my business in Snowmass Village. I didn't know nothing about nothing. I was just snorting coke and going to school at night, and I just had an electrician's job, and I heard this boom, but I didn't know what happened. I just went to bed. The next day, they were telling me a story about this drug dealer named Stephen Graybuck. He got in a fucking car, went to start it up, and they put a bomb under his fucking car in Aspen, Colorado. Damn. Some white dude. And I, and I asked around, and in the papers, he was about to go on trial for tax evasion. He was, he was a Jewish guy that was in with the Colombians. And when they raided him, he had over $800,000 at nine. So he would come to your restaurant and put a safe in your freezer and just put cash in there. God damn. And he'd pay for your rent. He'd go, I'm going to pay for the restaurant. He had it all over the place. But he was making so much money, he couldn't fucking clean it. It was 1984. It was too fast. You know? Wow. And they fucking blew Can you imagine that getting blown up in a fucking pipe bomb? That's when you know somebody knows oh. what they're doing. And he didn't die right away. The metal went up in his ass. He stayed awake what? for fucking hours The metal went up in his ass. From the plate oh, under the Jeep yeah. and shit. They all have those crash plates in Colorado. They all have those plates. Those plates work against you when you have a bomb under your fucking car. Uh, so the plate went right in his fucking coolie. So he oh was just bleeding. God. So Oh, that's fucking crazy when somebody kills you with a car bomb and shit. Oh. That means you did something bad, bro. They slice your fucking throat. You gotta be a ghost after somebody slices your throat. You'll never rest. Yeah, you can't rest in fucking peace. You gotta be something. You're, you're just, a ghost, haunting the woods forever. Haunting somebody. You're hunting Colombians. You're hunting fucking Brian Redman. What's up, Brian Reichel? Do you believe in ghosts, Joey Diaz? Fuck yeah. Do you really? Fuck yeah. You ever seen ghosts? Spirits. I don't believe in. I seen. I seen something at the comedy store. One thing. Not. I didn't see the door ringing. I didn't see nobody walking with not a head on. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories from the comedy store, 
And then I've been around people who pass spirits as a young child. In fact, I went to see the lady when I went home last week. Yeah? When I was a kid, I seen her do some wild shit. What'd she do? When I was about, uh, when I was about eight, you know, my mother had a bar, and all these people were coming to shake her down. You know, cops were coming. Nice guys. Just white guys come in. That's part of the business when you have a bar. You know, somebody gets stabbed, you want the cops there first, you got to give an envelope, you know? And then uh, after about three months, this guy started coming. He was a Cuban guy. He looked like Serpico. But he would come in and break the Cubans' balls. He went after Cubans. He went after Cubans in 76 and 75. He went after them heavy. And he would come into my mother's bar and insult them and fuck you motherfuckers, I want a bigger envelope next time I come, that type of shit. So one day I went in there after school and he was yelling and screaming in there. And I didn't like this fucking guy. He was younger and he had a beard and he was a weightlifter type dude. <clears throat> so about a couple weeks later, I go to the bar and it's all these Cuban guys. They had a bar on 38th Street. They had their Brindies. These were all Cuban bookmakers that my dad knew, my stepdad knew, my mom knew. Nice fucking people. And there was this lady, I played basketball with her kids. The kid was a boxer. His name was Jose Torres. Bad, his, their uncle's the fucking dude. That's their uncle. The, Who? The, Jose Torres. He's a boxing ref or something, big boxing official. Okay. That's their uncle. This is their nephew. They're Puerto okay. Ricans. So that was, was the guy that was, he was a light heavyweight champion, right? You know, he's something big with boxing. This yeah. is his nephew. I grew up with their nephew. They were basketball players. I think that's what I'm talking about. Isn't he the one that wrote the book about Mike Tyson? He kind of grew up with Mike Tyson and kind of like wrote a, a tell-all book about him. It was kind of like kind of shitty. No, no, no. This is the no, ref. Joe Torres. Yeah, that's this is Jose mm-hmm. Torres, the referee from the 70s. I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I okay. think this guy even ref like uh, he was he was the one that did our fight when they were trying to stop it. Duran against when they were trying to stop it. He's the We got to look it up. Duran against who? Duran against that fight when he killed the guy in the ring. Then the guy died two weeks later, but he took his spirit away. What's the fight we always talk about when Durant oh, hit? Oh, Davey Moore. Davey Moore. Yeah. That was yeah. A, I think he, he had something years, to do that. He died years later. He years died later. In, a, in a car accident. In a car accident. Yeah. Well, the fucking jack fell on top of him. Yeah, yeah. His car creepy. got crushed. But he, yeah, Durant took his spirit. Took his spirit. Yeah. That happens to guys, man. Did Julio Cesar Chavez, when he fought Meldrick Taylor, there's no question about that fight. Meldrick Taylor got his spirit taken. Chavez took his spirit. He, he hurt him bad, too, physically. Like, he was never the same physically. But he was also never the same psychologically. To go through that crazy-ass war and to be boxing the fucking ears off the guy at first, then eventually the guy just slowly wears you down, slowly wears you down, and then, boom, stops you in the 12th with, like, seconds to go. They stop the fight. Like, that's a, a crushing blow, a devastating blow. You know, that's a, to, to have the referee look at you when there's, like, was it, like, two seconds left in the clock? And the referee shakes him off and Chavez wins. Like, what? What? That's like a spirit crusher. We're talking about the fucking spirit with Jose Torres. So what happened? So we were kids. And once a month, this lady would pass a fucking spirit in the house. She she was a mom. Now, this lady was a mom. I used to watch her. She was a mom. She used to drive her kids around to different basketball games and shit. Her husband and her were separated. She wasn't a boozer. She never really cursed. I would go in in the daytime and she would make sandwiches for you and stuff like that. And she would take the kids to church on Sunday. So I used to watch her. But my mother once told me that said, that lady passes a fucking weird spirit once a month or some shit. And people go over there and you bring her money or gifts or whatever the fuck you bring her. And she talks to you. So one night we went she to talks the, to you. Yeah, the, the spirit. So one night we went over there. Now, how long you know me? A long yeah, time. Look at me. I don't fuck around. Look at him, Joe. Shut the fuck up, Brian. I don't fuck around, dog. You don't fuck around. When I talk to you from like a man, I talk to you like a man. This is fucked up, what I'm going to tell you. I'm about eight or nine. 
So this one last time I went to the bar and he had them all up at the bar like Popeye Doyle had those people in fucking uh, the French Connection. Remember when he goes in, he said, everybody against the wall. This is like last time I went in there. And now these fucking Cubans are pissed and my mom's pissed. So like we got to figure something out. Now I knew eventually my dad was going to shoot this guy. That's the, that, I just had a, a funny feeling of my stepdad or somebody's going to shoot this fucking guy because he was going over his bounds. They felt that he was abusing Cubans, which is even worse when you're Cuban. If he was a white dude or a black dude, hey, it's part of the turf. You're fucking Cuban. We're going to get your ass. So I knew about this, and I just turned the other way. One night we go to this fucking lady's house, and she's talking to these people, and she's got the spirit. Now I'm watching this lady. This lady would drink <laughs> fucking raw alcohol. What's that? What's that fucking alcohol? Moonshine? No, the shit that people drink that's 140 proof. Oh, Everclear. 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 She would drink Everclear. Drink it and oh. talk to you and smoke a fucking cigar. Oh, my and God. And she was supposed to be a black African fucking slave, but she was really a Puerto Rican woman, and she'd talk to you, and she'd drink <laughs> the fucking shit. And she was talking to my mother, and she came over to her. I was a little fucking kid, dog, and I remember looking at her shit in my pants off, and she took a dish, and she showed it to my mom. It was a white dish. And then she took a fucking candle, and she took the dish, and she put the candle under the dish. She took the candle, she threw it down, she showed the dish to my mother. She said, this is what's bothering you lately. And it was just some fucking thing. It just looked like some candle design on the thing. Right. She took the dish, she smashed it, she goes, done! Seven days. I went home, dog. I never thought about this shit again. I was eight or nine. I had G.I. Joes. I was trying to look at my dad's pornos. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't believe this hocus pocus. Right. Well, one day I get out of school, and I take the bike, and I go to my mother's bar. When I get up there, they're all fucking drinking and having a good time at 3.30. And I go, what happened? They go, you know that fucking cop? They shot him to pieces last night. And they shot him up by this place. Rapid O Taxi was the first Cuban taxi cab company in the 70s that would deliver blow in the taxis. All these geniuses that think they're geniuses <laughs> now. Yeah, all right. The Cubans are doing that in the 70s in Union City. They would go over the bridge. You call from the city to deliver the Studio 54. The taxis would deliver the code. Come on, dog. This is 74, 75. Come on, dog. And the name of the company was Rapido Taxi. You know what Rapido means in Spanish? What? Quick, bitch. Quick? Rapido. Quick. 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 Oh, yeah, quick. So I took my bike, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Joe Rogan, I went up to this fuck. This is is brilliant shit. So was the taxi a real taxi company? It was was a real taxi company, but they delivered fucking blow. That That was the purpose of it. You think they made money on a $3 toll? They make money delivering the fucking goody good to studio. That's so did they run a real taxi too? Real you could, taxi. You, you could, thought so you could go grandmothers could take it from supermarkets. And yeah. then you can go on the way home, can you get me some coke? Right. No, no, no. On the <laughs> way home, you gotta go to the city. They just put a kilo over the city and they don't get pulled over. You gotta a ride in the city. Right. Why are you pulling me over, officer? I got Joe Rogan in the back of the car. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. We thought you were doing something else. Meanwhile, there's fucking a bag of fucking blowing the trunk. And the cops must have been in on it too, right? How no, much how many of the cops were in on it back then? I don't fucking know. It had to be some, right? I don't fucking seven. know. New York was seven. a different seven. animal seven. then. Seven. New York was a different was fucking animal right? then. What the fuck's going on here? New York was a different fucking animal then, but you got to remember that it was just a taxi. Nobody thought about that at that well, time. Well, New York back then That was 20 was years ahead of that fucking time. When, when New York sneezed, bro, everybody else caught a fucking cold. Let's get down to it. They're ten years behind over yeah. here, these fucking savages. This is, a, you know? this is a totally different place socially than New York. That's for sure. Right? Don't you think? People are more on the ball there. There's more like, um, there's more con artists and shit. There's more clever people. Don't you think? There's more fucking douchebags there's, everywhere. There's, there's more, more stone people out here, I think. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that. But I think that, I always say that there's something about the weather, man. You don't have to deal with the weather. You get soft. You know, you, 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 your, your brain doesn't have to think, think quickly because you have to survive. 
You know, when you're in Boston and it's fucking zero degrees out and you get in your car and it goes, you're like, fuck, fuck. And you don't have a cell phone, stupid. There was no cell phones back then. So what do you do? Oh, my God. I got to knock on someone's door so I don't freeze to death. You got to wake some people up because you might freeze to death. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, my car broke down. Can I use your f dude? You got to think quicker when you're in that kind of an environment. In California, you know, your car breaks down. You just sleep in the car until, you know, the cops come and then the cops tell you, hey, what's going on? Oh, my car broke down and they get you a tow truck and you're fine. You don't have to worry about dying outside. You know? <laughs> Living in Boston, you got to worry about dying. That's like some real shit. And that's why they're, they're a little quicker, a little quicker on the take. That sound, the sound, that sound that you made for doing the car. I was just imagining. Ooh, 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 I was imagining ooh. that's what it sounded like when Joey Diaz had sex. Do you think so? No, Joey Diaz. What's it sound sex? like when you have sex? It's more like this. Yeah, I told you that was good dick. Did I tell you I'm giving you good dick? I'm giving you good dick. Don't get me started, Red Band. Behave yourself over there. I'll have you know who here in 20 minutes, bitch slapping motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Who you have here? What the fuck? What's the plan? What's plan B? You know who. I don't, I don't know. Do you know who? He knows who. So uh, my dog Twixie Vixen got uh, raped again. By a girl dog. By a girl time. dog. Your and dog the person, is such a whore. The person was like. I got to pee while you tell this story. The person I was with, Joey. Everyone's leaving me because it's my Twixie Vixen story. Our. So the person I was with that owned the dog, they were like, my dog has never, A, humped anything, and B, my dog is a girl dog, so I don't even know why it's like trying to hump your dog's ass, because it doesn't have a, a dick. So, Joey, what what do you think about RSS feeds? I have no idea what they even fucking are. Here, put up the mic. Well, you bothered me for that shit. I don't know nothing about computers. You don't know anything about computers? Nothing. Yeah. Well, what do you think about RSS feeds? Uh, well, they're designed to uh, pump out a like if you have a website it's designed only for or mostly for uh sending out your website so other applications and other websites can add it to their website and their applications but if you don't want to do that you don't have an rss feed so i could see you wouldn't want an rss feed i don't know about it talk to me about something i fucking need you know what i'm saying like oh is that real that's real, bitch. See, now... That's why you agitate me. Don't talk about Look at your boys walking right into the fart in the fucking booth. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I had to pee. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. <laughs> I was working on that video game all day today. <laughs> it smells the, like gyros. Uh, I can't even smell it. <laughs> I was working on that UFC video game today, and I drink tea when I work on that show. You know, the, the video game is like, it's very, uh, it's, it's like a script. And uh, there's like, I have to pretend that like fights are going on. Right. So it's like for hours and hours and hours, you're talking at that like really intense, fast, and you know, and, and your, your voice gets really tired. Yeah. So I had to drink a lot of tea. So I could not hold in my urine. So what you were saying before I left so rudely is that your dog's a whore, yeah. such a whore that lesbians are raping your dog. No, yeah, exactly. And like, why do all dogs have just the intuition to get on top of another dog and hump it, even if they don't have a dick? Because a it doesn't submission. make sense. No, it does. My my dog used to do that. She was a female pit bull, and I had a male pit bull that was a puppy, and right. she used to get on top of him and hump him. Just like rubbing pussies and stuff. No, no, it's a dominant thing. Huh. It's like what she's doing is saying that if I wanted to fuck you in the ass, I could. I can get to the position where I'm on top of you, I'm stronger than you. Like they jockey for position. You have to almost like, like it's 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 a social thing. 
It's like for a dog to be able to get on top of you and, and dry hump you, it's not just that he's horny. It's right. also that he's trying to let you know he can do that. Uh. He can impose himself on you. Like my two dogs, they have very clear, clear rules. Like Johnny's a mastiff. He's a big fucking dog. And, you know, he's got this giant fucking head. And he's a sweet heart of a dog. But the other dog's a bulldog, Shibu Inu Bix. And the other dog doesn't get no say in shit. That's just the way it is. They don't fight. They right. don't argue. But when I open up the door, Johnny walks in first every time. Every time. The other dog will stop and will let Johnny go through first. Why? Because Johnny's a 140-pound mastiff. He's fucking huge. You know, so there's just clear rules. If Johnny wanted to hump Brutus, he could get away with it. But if Brutus tried to hump Johnny, there would be chaos. It would be like, what the fuck? Brutus probably would growl and snap at Johnny if Johnny tried to hump him. But the point is, the other way is absolutely preposterous. It's never going to happen. There's like a, there's a with, with animals, there's an alpha, and then there's the, the, the ones who give in to the alpha. And your dog clearly is like the most beta dog ever. I know. It's all so the much so dog food that we give it. Is that what it is? Yeah. So it means? <laughs> Edinami dog food. So I guess the way it works is that they just feel her submissiveness and they want to mount her. Their instinct is to mount her and dominate her. Uh, this is the old dog I used to have was always a bad dog. And every time it was bad, I would just like kind of put her in between my legs and my arm and kind of get in like a crouching position and kind of just like put her in between me and like hold her. And so I was kind of like on top of her. I wasn't like fucking her or anything. Right. You know, she was just like on like underneath my belly, like a little cave I would make. I would just sit there for like 10 minutes. And you could tell the dog at first trying to get out and then finally just kind of submisses or, you know, just kind of lays down and Whoa. it gives up. Dog is just fine. You know, Whoa. it just walks around. Weird. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I think you fucked up your dog's head. <laughs> you like you rape your dog every time it shit on the carpet. Every time it shits on the carpet, you rape it. Well, no, no, it, it's it's something I learned kind of from uh, Caesar. Oh, really? Like, is that what Caesar does? He fucks the yeah, dog after Showtime. That's that's <laughs> after night Showtime version of it. No, he 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 that's says a secret. Yeah, that probably would be the best way to do it. Yeah, he said. Well, he didn't say it like that. He said that you should grab it by the back of the neck and like hold it down. Yeah. For a while, but that's pretty much what I was doing. I was pretty much getting on top of it and just kind of like getting. Like yo, I am the master here. It's the whole dog thing is crazy, man. You have these animals that listen to you, right? You know, like what the fuck? Or what's wrong with us? There's not another animal that keeps animals that they love, right? You know, it's weird, and we've got them engineered to be like the sweetest, nicest things ever. I mean, look at your dog, dude. Your dog is ridiculously affectionate. Right. I've never seen a dog that not just affectionate, but so needy. Yeah. To her, it's like Super every needy. breath. But like taking a breath, she needs that much attention. Like yeah. it's like as much as she's breathing, she right. needs someone touching her. Yeah. As much as she needs to take in the air, she needs someone to touch her. It's like yeah. that extreme. It's like a, a stripper or something. Way worse. Way worse. Uh, you, does, is there any animal that has pubic hair? Never so I was thinking the other day, I was like, wouldn't it be cool if like animals had pubic hairs and like you could like <laughs> trim them or you could just get a full bush, you know, like if your cat. Well, just the, had a... the animal would have to have nothing else around it. I mean, they have pubic hair over their whole fucking body. That's basically what's going on. Yeah, kind of. Sure. But I mean, like, like even like bald eagles, if bald eagles had bushes, that, those are feathers. But I mean, like, why don't they the have fuck are you talking about, like dude? bald eagles have penises, right? Yes. Why are humans the only ones that have pe uh, pubic hairs? Because we don't have hair on the rest of our body. There's very few animals that have exposed skin. You see my belly? Very few animals that have exposed skin. That ain't shit, dude. If you were a, if you were a coyote, I would take you to the vet. I'd be like, this poor thing is dying. Look, all its hair is missing. Yeah, what you think is hairy is only hairy to a hairless person. 
You know, I'm I'm covered in hair too. That's not uh, hairy. Is that's you're you're hairless. You just you have a little hair compared to the other hairless folks. All right, why don't monkeys have huge bushes? They do, man. <laughs> they do. They have pubic hairs. They they do. <clears throat> they don't get long and crazy like ours because they just have different kind of hair. But they have hair around their dick and balls. <sighs> the fuck is wrong with you, son? You got to do some research before you come up with I, these crazy pubic hair theories. Well, I mean, they don't have bushes like that's we what do. I'm talking about. But why the only do we only have, have the because bush? we don't have it anywhere else. Joey, if, they, if it, like it would be weird if like animals, you know. I mean, there's no, the only animal that's like us that has hair in, in certain parts of his body is like some some dogs. And I just wish all animals had pubic hair. Skin. Why? Brian? Why do you give be, a fuck about animal pubic hair? Because awesome. people worried about people dying of radiation poisoning in Japan and uh, fucking why are we in Libya? The CIA is involved in think, our life. I'm worried about animals. They should have Peter, pubic hair. Do you think hair. PETA would exist if animals have pubic hairs? Brian, don't let me get Bill Burr here to fucking hit you in the head with a yeah, fucking Bill, computer cock. Suck Bill Burr's, <laughs> Bill Burr's gonna fuck you in the ass with his He's laptop. He's training with fucking uh, Brock Lesnar right now. He's Bill Burr, get, get, get into the microphone, bro. Me, I'm right here. I'm all right. I'm yeah, straight. Exactly. Okay, my voice is fucking too big. I'll no. blow the speakers no, up. You know, I'm I got you. Don't make me call Brock Lesnar. I got your back, dog. All right, all right. What's going on? Uh, Bill Burr did a, a video where uh, he fucking talked about the thing. There's a video on YouTube. Somebody's made it six minutes long. He talked about the argument on his own for another six minutes. And at the end of it, he goes, yeah, and I was right. That's the point. That guy. That little computer guy. He doesn't know about computers, and they're trying to rip you off and take the money for the artist. They never have money for the artist. Fucking RSS feeds. You know what? You know what the thing that bugged me the most? <laughs> six minutes. This is six minutes. He talked about. This is the it. thing that bugged me the most. I met him like four times, five times before, right? He even did. I we did a, a comedy show that the following that night. night or that night that, or night, that yeah. night we did a comedy show and or no, he, it was the following night. Following yeah. night, yeah. and I was like the host of the show, and I'm like, he knew that I'm a comic, also. <coughs> he knows who I am, yeah, right? Yeah. And if he's not, he's fucking whatever. So he on the beginning of the video, he goes, yeah. And so, so there's that guy, that little guy, that whatever that the, the male assistant guy, the Joe guy that Rogan's turns uh, the knobs. It's a yeah. fucking uh, male assistant or something over there. Yeah. Yeah, this guy, whatever the fuck he is, hey, fucking give me a gyro. Eh, come on, but but oh, fuck. In in the thing, huh? the thing that bugs me the most is, and I, I I was pretty baked when that argument happened. But the thing that bugged me the most about everything was my whole thing wasn't that I'm like, yeah, what Stitcher's doing is a hundred percent legal. No, what what I was saying is, if you have something on your website that that you put on your website, for right. The, that is only put on your website if you want to broadcast your stuff. If you don't want that, then take it off your website. It doesn't change anything. My right. whole argument is like, why do you have an RSS feed on your website? Why? What? 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 Why did you put it on there? Are we really having this conversation? What are you doing? No, but I we mean, already- <laughs> so my argument. Yeah, but but my argument. That I'm just saying. I know what your argument was. You I brought it up. Argument. Here we go again. But no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Here Look, we go. Again. I know what his argument is. I know what your argument is. I'm aware of the the general details of the disagreement. I know, but we how don't, how, don't is, to... how is what I'm saying is that's not a wrong or right thing. That's just a question, actually. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. What's way more fascinating to me is how involved you two got. That was way more fascinating. Hey, when you're getting the attacked and issue, you're just trying to explain the actual RSS issue, to somebody. The actual issue was minuscule compared to how psychologically captivating it was. And how he was genuinely getting upset, and you were getting upset too. And I was trying to mediate because I, I genuinely did see both sides. I genuinely did. But what I couldn't understand is how you guys were getting so goddamn upset. And then when I would bring it up, people would go, Oh, this is a fucking new spot, Joe Rogan. The Joe Rogan from 1994 would have fucking stabbed somebody by now. 
I'm like, we, we, we didn't even know each other back then, man. You're just assuming. You're assuming I would have done that. Well, you know what? It was just, to me, it was like, I, I've already said the same yeah. thing five times. I, I, I can't say anything I else about that. I couldn't get you guys to stop. It was fascinating. <laughs> You're like two dogs. Bark, 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 bark. Shut up. Bark, 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 bark. Stop. And there, stop also, there also comes bark, to a point bark, where bark, bark, bark. you are like, feel like you're talking to your mom doing email. That's how I, f- I get about certain things. Well, about- you didn't, you must have saw his point a little bit. No, I see what he's saying, but that's not what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saying. I'm not saying I agree with him or disagree with well, him on that. He wasn't willing to listen to what you were saying about the whole concept of an RSS feed, right. which stands for really simple syndication. Right. And what's syndication yeah. mean? You want to syndicate? Yeah. What's that mean? It's you want to spread it out to as many people as possible. Absolutely, so you make it available on your website. Absolutely, but the real problem was he, the, the real he, problem is iTunes numbers, and that's what he really wants to say is that Stitcher was helping it, hurting his iTunes numbers, and probably that he doesn't know what an RSS feed, why it's on his website. If he wants people to go to his website, take off your RSS feed. That's all you have to do. Make don't make your RSS feed public. Just give it to iTunes only. Hide your RSS feed, and then everyone will come to your website, and you'll have your iTunes only. Well, thing. we do Bam. one. We do one better than that. We allow people to download it not just on Stitcher. But I allow people to download it directly. Yeah. So the, the moment it goes live, I have a download link. So I don't want you have to wait just so my iTunes numbers will be higher. Like to, to me, all that matters is that you get it out there. You don't get cookies for being number three or number four. Well, you know, it's cute. It's nice to see the number. But what's important to me is just that it gets distributed to as many people as possible, as easily as possible. Some people don't like fucking with iTunes. Right. There's some dudes who love the Zune, you know? I heard the new Zune's pretty <coughs> badass. I think they stopped making them, bro. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> I lied out my ass during the. I mean, there's some people that have just little MP3 players, those little flash MP3 players with like a little. You know, I mean, you gotta have it available for everything and anybody. Yeah. Droids and especially when it's it's if it's a free thing that you just want to get out your podcast to people. You know, you're not you're not doing like Doug Benson where you're charging money. You're just trying to get your podcast. You're just calling out Doug Benson. I can't believe. No, I mean the 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 honest thing is the future of podcasts. How are podcasters going to make money? What Doug is doing is pretty interesting. He's charging money now for like certain shows. I don't think it's every show. I think it's like he has like certain shows. Marin does that too. Yeah, it's like uh, some thing where you become like some super member or some shit. Right. I mean, yeah. I honestly think the, the the only way really to make money is to get sponsors. You know, and yeah, I that's think, the way. You got to get a lot of li- lot of listeners and get sponsors. That's right. the way to do it. Right. I think I that, agree. I think because I think we've just reached this time on the internet, we have to look at the music industry. We have to see. Look, the music industry has changed. It's not that people started stealing and taking shit from from the music industry. It's that that happened, and that's yeah. there was no way to stop that. Yeah. So the music industry has to reorganize, refigure out how they do it, and that's going to happen with everything. And you can't fucking stop it. You just got to go with what you think is going to happen. And that's like podcasting. No one knows what's happening with podcasting, but you have to pretty much go with what you can do right now. Well, we also try to have the luxury. Stop anything. We also have the luxury of doing other things. You know, right. I have the luxury of not having to rely completely on my podcast with, with the UFC and with doing stand up, especially with doing stand up. Right. Because the podcast definitely enhances the stand up. Insanely. And, and also just look at Philly. I mean, Philly, you just sold out all of Philly, right? Yeah, it's sold out. It's, it's two insane. weeks from now. I mean, how, when was the last time that out. happened? It's not ha- it wasn't happening like that before. It's like that everywhere now. Yeah. Seattle last weekend was fucking crazy, man. 1,800 people. And when I asked him, I'm like, how many of you guys listen to the podcast? It was like the whole crowd. It was right. the, the 100% of the crowd. Do you get that now, Joey? I get people yelling out, do Joe Diaz Marketing has changed completely. And with music, what's really going on with music is that they had to give it away. So now you you make money performing. But these bitches can't perform. 
Yeah, there's a lot of them that are faking it. Sorry, they can't perform. That's the music. That's that's what happened to music. Music got real. Auto tune over their voice and shit. You know, the Almond Brothers could show up with three white guys and fucking rock it. So can Leonard Skinner. There's new bands they can't do it. The organ shit don't come through that good. You know, that shit don't come through that good. I want to go see fucking the Black Eyed Peas to sing songs. Four fucking people to sing one fucking song. Boom, 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 boom. But really. Eighty fucking dollars for the worst ticket to see that nonsense. There's no musicians, dog. There's so not they, that many. The Black Keys are pretty fucking badass. So they can't you ever do listen nothing. to the Black Keys? Yeah, but they can't do. I fucking love now. the Black Keys. Seriously, I can't get enough. Like anything they do, I fucking love. They're the shit. They're they're on the right frequency. They're on the yeah. real frequency. Well, they're real. Listen, they're real they're musicians. musicians. Yeah. The guy, listen, the king of the musicians right now is the guy Dave Grohl. There's yeah. no better musician that's lived it, spit it, and his band. The band, the, the Foo Fighters, they're as bad because they're students of the fucking game. Yeah. Prince went to Vegas two years ago and did a, a show of requests. Really? Can you imagine anything you hit Prince with? He's going to play. From wow. Willie Nelson to fucking Billy Idol. So people yell it out in the crowd and he would just do 500 it? 500 a ticket. Come God and yell, bitch. damn. Come and yell, bitch. Aerosmith. <laughs> and people were going. Performers at the end started flying out there. Just because I want to get on stage, this motherfucker's going, what do you want to wow. hear? Come together, the Beatles. Ready? One, two, three, four. Bow, bow, down, 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 down. That's, that's, a fucking, that's why he was getting a nickel or fucking ticket or whatever wow. he was getting. These tickets are outrageous now for these bands to Prince go on the road. Prince is the real deal. He's a real musical genius, you know? He put out a lot of bad songs, unfortunately. He, there's a lot of his songs that are just... Listen, he was experimenting with everything yeah, but in the world. They he was, still he they had was some sucking his fucking dick and he was jams. getting an idea. Oh, he had some great jams, bro. Jams. jams. There's, a, I mean, he took chances. So some of them didn't come yeah, out. A lot so of them chances. And some of them he's very self-indulgent. So his style is, you know, and sometimes he gets caught up in what he's doing. But when he hit it, Erotic City. Come on, son. Come on. Come on, son. <laughs> That's a great goddamn song. I, that was my. During high school, there was a uh, they were trying to get that as our high school senior song, Erotic City. We were it was a write in, you know, so we were all trying to like organize it, and then someone listened to it. Someone who worked for the school listened to it. <laughs> that was the end of that. Oh, it's fucking amazing. He's done some great shit, and that's what's really going on now. So everybody's adopted all to of this my shit. hangups are gone. But it's amazing that somebody told me this two I years ago, and I really experienced it last year in Irvine. Last year in Irvine was when I seen the fruition of what, what you've been doing. Somebody told me that now, because of the internet and Twitter and all the podcasts, that people want the full experience. And I didn't really see it till last July. If you notice, last July is when I changed everything about my Twitter, my Facebook. I changed everything about it because I paid more attention to it. How come? I understand now where you were coming from. And there's no more. I see what Ralphie May's doing. I see what you're doing. He's wasting his fucking time when he flies into a city a week before two days to do radio. That's a waste of time. That's old hat. Yeah, that's old school. You're staying at home. You don't have to do it. The the, the, the thing about this game is to to make the most money for the least amount of work. That's why I don't like flying. Well, it's not just that. It's not just that. It's communicate with as many people as you can. Right, but you have a wife, you have children. I don't want you in Nebraska on a Monday doing some radio show for what? Well, I never did that anyway. No, I I understand. I I would never do it. But look uh, look what you do with a blink of a fucking button. Yeah. You added an extra show in Australia three weeks ago with a blink of a button. Yeah, in a couple hours. A couple hours. Yeah, we put together a show on a Thursday night or or whatever the fuck it was, Sunday night. You've been talking about it for years. 
it all came fruition with the podcast, the blog, the Twitter, and you know I've become an expert now at the Twitters. Now I know how to do it more. You got to give them something and then tweet something. Yeah, give them something. Not every fucking stupid joke that comes out of your fucking mind because everybody thinks <laughs> if you're a monologist, you're gonna die on Twitter. Right. Because you got to sell the fucking joke. If you're gonna make a mind joke on Twitter, it's not gonna go nowhere. Sometimes right. if you talk about your situation on Twitter and then talk about a free show or a show and then your situation. It's different. I answer yeah. every fucking body on Twitter. I try to fuck with people on Twitter. You know, my Twitter is a lot. On Facebook, I got more Christians. I got nephews on there, <laughs> nieces. So I can't. You know, I still throw out the blunt of life. You know me. I don't give a fuck. Get over it. Bitch. Every now and then, you hit them with it. I gotta hit them with something every morning just to wake the morning up. And they gotta look at your shit, the yeah. little thirteen year old. And they go ask their mother. Look what Uncle Joey wrote on his Twitter today, what's mommy. The, what's Uncle the blunt Joey. of life? You ain't high by two in the afternoon. Go, go fuck, fuck yourself. That's the truth, dog. Oh. That those t-shirts, by the way, folks, they're being printed right now. The if you ain't high by two in the afternoon, go fuck yourself. Ari Sophia told me we ordered up a couple thousand. Even if he didn't know Joe Diaz, he would still buy one because the shirt is that cool. It's so strong. It's, it's so a strong. Cool. Have you seen the the photo? Yeah, I seen the photo. It's a, such a strong shirt. And so the strong. saying is so strong. Yeah. The, the, the whole when thing you said it, it, we repeated it like four times because it was so funny. Something. And it was the weirdest thing because the guy and I'm gonna tell the story now. The guy I was smoking with had won an Oscar for fucking 3D and shit for Star Wars. His name is Dykstra. Oh, yeah? And I did Spider-Man 2, and Dykstra was the, the guy in charge of all the fucking crazy 3, 3D guy. The special effects. The special effects. His name is Dykstra. Not, not 3D. 3D. Whatever it was. Mean, uh, yeah. Special CGI effects. CGI. And, and he's like a genius. Yeah. He's a fucking genius when you talk to him. And he has a little daughter. If you watch Spider-Man 2, after I stick up for Spider-Man, there's a little girl on the train that says, me too. That's his daughter. And his daughter was telling everybody on the train to suck her dick when she was 12. <laughs> suck my dick, though. That's my father. Shut up. Sit down. Fuck really? you. But the only really? one she dug was me because I would give it to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Sit down. Who do you think you're talking to? Joey Bananas? Blah, blah, blah. Uh. So Raby, I was so big that they wouldn't put me on the train. They'd just go check in. So I'd come into Spider-Man. I'd check in. And then I'd go eat and go to my room. they put me in a room, not even in the trailer. So I would go to my room and smoke pot. I told you about this. I'd go get Raby. I'd go, Raby. Somebody keeps smoking dope in my room. You better get to the bottom of this. And he would go, Joey, I don't know. And it was me the whole time. So, so one day, Dykes were figuring it out. He goes, there's nobody smoking dope in the room. You think you're getting over on him? It's fucking me. Where is it? So oh, that's I go, hilarious. I go, it's behind the building. So we go behind the building like one day we're smoking. We go behind the building again the one day we're smoking. The third day comes. Some fucking PA comes. You know how they get sometimes. She's right. like an older woman, like right. 42. Oh, and she no. came back and she's seen us and she goes, Let, uh, whatever, they're looking for you. Are you smoking pot? <laughs> What's wrong with you? And I sat like for a minute, I got all like, but there is something wrong with me. <laughs> What's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? If you were fucking high, you wouldn't be worrying about us not smoking high. It was like 10, 15 in the morning. That's right. what she meant to say. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. How the hell can you be smoking pot? Are you really smoking pot? Why wouldn't you? And that's where we came up with that thing from. I mean, fuck it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? What's wrong with you, bitch? You ain't high. That's the fucking problem. If you were high, you wouldn't worry about me smoking dope. Yeah. It's it's a weird thing where people want to stop you from doing something because they think it's an indulgence. You know? That you're, you're being weak. You're indulging. You know? My wife said to me two days ago, she goes, you know what the funny thing is? At 5.30 in the morning, I didn't hear the alarm go off, but I heard you do a lot of bong hit. <laughs> That's when you know. That's you, hilarious. My wife told me Tuesday morning. She goes, You know, I didn't hear the alarm, but I definitely heard your bunk hit. Ah! 
I was you got a bong in the bedroom? I got a bong in the office. In the I office. Blast off. So you step off into the office and fire it up? <laughs> oh, when I get up, I brush my teeth, I piss, I put the coffee on, I feed the cats, and I go right for that. I pray you, for 10 minutes. You wake and bake like a motherfucker. Not huh? right away. I used to wake and bake. That fucks up your whole day. Now you wait five minutes. I got to eat a little oatmeal. <laughs> I got to eat a little oatmeal, balance out the body. I eat a little cantaloupe to balance out the pH. Yeah. To get the fucking bowels moving. Cantaloupe. Hmm. I think it does scientific. fuck me up. If what you does? take it, if you take yeah. and bake, it fucks me the whole day. Bake, it fucks you up your whole day. It I mean, fucks up your whole day. People. Once you smoke weed, you're pretty <laughs> much not the same for the rest of the I've day. I've done it a thousand times. I'm the king of it. I ain't gonna lie to you. But by eleven o'clock, you're like, I fucked up. When you call in the doctor's office, you're like, I ain't gonna happen. Do you t- how many days do you take off on a regular? From weed. What take off? What you never take what? any days Fuck, off. for what? I took <laughs> off when I went to prison. That was long enough. <laughs> Eight fucking months without smoking weed. I had to pop acid and fucking sneaking around. And so you you're addicted to it. I'm not addicted to it. I just can't. I'm ahead, dog. I'm the real deal. You're I'm the real deal. I'm ahead. I ahead. like to smoke dope. That's my bag. Some people are alcoholics. Some people like to drink. Like, I can't imagine a life without weed. I, I, I've been smoking since I was 14. Have you ever thought maybe because you, you can't imagine it because you don't remember it? No, I can't imagine it. No, the first, first of all, Red Man, I'm the real fucking deal. I remember I everything. know you're the real deal. So, <laughs> so uh, I just like smoking weed. The people I grew the type of person I grew up with when I went to Colorado, I was around a lot of heads. They like weed. They enjoy weed. When I got home yesterday and I seen that that... That thing was 31%. I tweeted it, and 10 people got back to me that said, don't drive up from San Diego. That's a head. That's not a kid that says, oh, my God, I got the, what's the name of that movie? Pineapple Express. No. There's certain weed that's got a name that you just smoke it to be cool. Then there's the shit. What's this stuff again called? It's called Matt's Number 1 OG. Matt's Number 1 OG. Is Matt like like some famous grower or something? No, no, no. Matt is the guy that owns Cushmart. So when he took over Cushmart, he bought that brand and wanted to grow for him. And this is a hybrid? It's a hybrid. And he's got the Snoop Dogg that's a 28%. That's this this stuff might be the perfect weed. It well, might be the greatest weed ever. I smoked it, and I realized when I smoked it the other day, I've been going to INOCC, and I've been buying $50 fucking eights. And I realized that the pot was good. And some days when I buy a gram, like by 6 o'clock, half the gram is gone. I'm smoking too much pot in a bond. That's too much. <laughs> when I hit weed, and I remember that, how I started this diet was with Matt's OG. When you smoked it in the morning, the sativa would take over your mind so quickly that I had to get out of the house before my head blew up. And I would have to get on a bike. And I would just get on the bike and pedal because I thought there was somebody <laughs> chasing me. And that's how I lost 100 fucking pounds on that bike uh, smoking the Matt's OG. Because the sativa wouldn't speed you up like cocaine. It speeds you up, but it grabbed, control you. And it went from being a sativa into methodically like an indica. It was the weirdest thing. People don't understand that sativa actually makes you ambitious. People think that... It's people who look at pot and look at people being, you know, potheads being like unambitious and lazy. Sativa makes me way more ambitious. It makes me aware of the consequences of not working as hard as you can and how you feel. You know, it makes me super sensitive to my own actions, positive or negative. So it makes me super sensitive to doing things that I should be doing as far as like getting work done, as far as like, you know, writing and performing and, you know, and, and, and doing podcasts. And it, I don't ever cancel podcasts, man. You know, I have to, I'd have to be sick as fuck and I don't get sick very often. So we do them, you know, it's like sativa makes me, you know, hyper aware. And when I'm hyper aware, I'm, I'm more diligent. You know, so I think it makes me more ambitious. But do you guys think if you had, if you wanted to take a month off, do you think you could possibly easily do it? Sure, I've done that. Uh, I haven't taken a month off, but I've taken weeks off. I could take a couple of days off, but why? 
Just to see if he could do it. <laughs> I don't see the I mean, fucking purpose. What you, is this, fear factor? No, no, no. Here's the here's 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 purpose. I tried. I, I thought about it, and I said for what? You smoke a shitload of weed. You have to be spending a shitload Let of money. Let me tell you something. I smoke a shitload of weed, and the people around me smoke a shitload of weed. That's I get it, man. dog. It's really weird that the people around me are into it like I'm into it, like the tight people. I'm well, we all have weed. fun together. And what people don't understand about marijuana is that they think it's some sort of an escape. It's an enhancement. It's not an escape. We're living in the same world you're living in, man. It's just more fun when you're high. It's really that simple. And it's not ruining your body. It's bullshit. It's and I'm not saying it's for you. On your steak. No, it, it may ain't for you. It ain't for Tate. Tate can't smoke weed. You know, Stanhope doesn't like weed. There's a lot of our friends don't like weed. That's all well and good, man. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I don't like I mean, I've been smoking weed so much that, I mean, I could take a couple days off. I could take probably a week off. I've probably taken a week off recently. But but the, the idea of taking a month off is so weird, foreign to me that I almost want to do it just to see what happens. Like, almost start blog about it. Douchey. You'd become a Republican. you start I, watching Bill O'Reilly. I, I have no idea. No, He's point, right. We I, do have to be afraid of Mexicans. I haven't stopped smoking weed since 14, not. 15. I'll tell you what uh, point in my life I'm in my weed career. I can't write anymore when I get really high. Like, really? Yeah, like when I get up in the morning and I get high, it's to go on Twitter and Facebook and make adjustments here and get my day ready. And, right. But like now when I write, I try to be a little straighter. Really? When I work out, I got to blaze, dog. If I could get an edible, I got to get an edible on me. I love working out stoned. That is my life. That was how I did it 30 it feels years great. ago. I love not remembering what set it is. And I know my shoulder's on fire. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that if I get, if I don't get high, I'll still work out an hour, and I'll still do a good job. But if I work, if I get high, I'll work out an hour forty. And it's just a little tighter. I'll, I'll concentrate on my kicks. I'll concentrate on the form. Yeah, you I know what you mean. I yeah. try to do everything. I, I when I kick the bag when I'm high, usually I don't. Oh, what usually, a great feeling! Usually I don't. Usually oh, the other I, I kick the sober. pole holding the bag by mistake. I won't. Do it. I, oh I, yeah, I, I left I, roundhouse I, with the fucking ankle around the pole. But I like getting on the bike stones because yeah, I don't think yeah. about it. I like getting I do on the, the elliptical stone. The elliptical stone is yeah. a fucking different world. You know how many people roll stoned jujitsu? Oh, you have to. Everybody does. No, no, no. And I'll tell you, especially Eddie's that. classes. Eddie's class is like, you walk in that room, you smell reefer. You sm everyone smells like reefer. There's like half of his fucking students are high as fuck when you they're taking class. A, you eat a piece of banana cake and you go to yoga. Oh, mm. yeah. God, my God. Well, do you know that that's, McKenna used to say my that that's what yoga God. was invented for. My what yoga was God. invented for was maximizing cannabis. It was you. My these people God. would be eating cannabis, and when they were eating it, they realized how good it felt when you hold your body in certain positions. You have when no you're idea. High. You have no fucking yeah. idea. So they came up with this like connection to spirituality through eating cannabis and holding these poses, these difficult poses. Fucking amazing. Yeah, because something I don't know what it is about the energy of the pose that makes you go into some some state when you're high as fuck. But it really does. Even when you're sober, man, I've done yoga sober, and after it's over, I felt high. Well, the breathing. The breathing intent, the breathing that's going through your body, yeah. you're focusing so much on the breathing. When I go in and I eat a little piece of banana bread, because it's 8.30 in the morning when I got to go to yoga. Oh, my goodness. So I got to start blazing at 7.30. But by the time How long does it take for a banana bread to hit you? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. 25 minutes. And I kick in a little half a J to get everything going. By, by 10 after 9, I'm in downward dog. I'm in fucking... Pigeons, I'm in fucking, <laughs> and it's and it's. You think about your breathing is is so beautiful when you're high. I want you ever go in the water and you have like a, and you could hear your breathing, like right now. Yes. Yeah. When you do yoga, you can hear. If you hear that, you've reached it. Right. You've reached that level in that position. 
Right. And with the weed, it makes it a lot easier. For me, I'm a loser. I know. I ain't no, gonna lie no, to you. No, no. You ain't a loser. But I the know edible what you're is about, brilliant. Well, I, like I said, that's the reason why yoga may have very well been invented. According to McKenna, they, he believes they were they invented yoga to maximize the the the, the uh, effects of eating cannabis. It's something I've gotten high playing basketball. I've gotten high lifting weights. There's nothing like eating a little bit of weed and going to yoga, even if it's a basic class. Just to focus on your breathing. I do it every Tuesday. Like tomorrow, I, can't, I got to rush and then go to the airport. But I'll do it. I'll eat an edible in the morning because I have nothing else. And it is just fucking brilliant. My body. Randy Parsons, your good friend. Ryan? Ryan, Ryan Parsons, Parsons was at the gym one day at, at Justin's. And there was an argument going on between trainers. And these guys were white guys. They weren't heads. And the guy was saying that he's been telling all his clients to, if please, after their workouts, their weight workouts, to smoke a little reefer. Because it's uh, anti-inflammatory and it works better than anything else, even like the lettuce and shit. It pulls the acid out of your muscles. Lettuce? Like lettuce. When you eat lettuce, it pulls the acid out of your muscles when it you does? work out. Something like that. Acid does something. Uh, lettuce does something after you work out. Oh, okay. Take the acid out of your muscles so they can recover or something. Okay. Well, this guy was talking about. The weed me. does that. Weed's an anti-inflammatory. Yes. Really. And that they're scared to tell people because we'll go fucking crazy. Well, it kind of makes sense if it's a painkiller. If if people uh, enjoy it for uh, pain, it kind of makes sense that it would also be, you know, for inflammation. He said it's really good for your joints. Yeah. To do something with. Uh, well, that's one of the reasons uh, they prescribe it for arthritis. Arthritis. Yeah. yeah. People, a lot of people that have chronic arthritis. Like I've talked to people that said that they they literally couldn't move, and then they would smoke <laughs> weed, and then all of a sudden they could walk around, like they could function. You know, it allowed them to be to be mobile. I don't know, man. It makes sense. I mean, uh, it, it helps a lot of people in a lot of different ways. It's just a shame that we have to pretend that something wrong with it. If ma- and people want to think it's a, not a big deal. Like, why do you guys talk about weed all the time, you fucking losers? Like, first of all, we're not losers, and don't be mean. And second of all, it is a fucking important issue, man. It is important. We know ourselves how it affects us. We know ourselves how much uh, how much more aware. Thank God you turned his mic off, right? It's still good here. Well, still good here. That's what I wanted, what I wanted like from weed. But what I wanted from man. weed twenty years ago is not what I want from weed today. You wanted to escape twenty years ago. Um, I like the. I, I'm an only child, so I love living in my head, guys. You give me a phone. You let me get in my head. You're a dead man. Really? You know yeah. You let me get in my. I'm an only child. I'm breaking fucking down in no time. I've no. I know what it is to be in a closet playing GI Joes, making up your whole world at Disneyland is outside your fucking closet. I'm an only child. I know how to get the party started in my fucking head. That's why I like being alone. Have you ever noticed that? You give me weed and an iPod, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Never mind 2 o'clock. You go fuck yourself. Yeah. I could, I'm one of those guys. Joey that, will vanish sometimes. I could go on an island solo. I like, I enjoy, I, I don't I don't creep out in my skin. I well, like listen, it. man. That's a be- beautiful quality in comparison to the alternative. The alternative is someone who needs people around them all the time and needs attention all the time. And everybody knows how goddamn annoying that is. I it's love... rare that someone's as extroverted as you, but also, I guess it's just a balance. It's a yin and yang, right? You, you need that downtime, too. I really enjoy my... I never enjoyed this throughout my life. I always thought you had to be moving when that's what kills people. People don't make enough time for themselves. themselves. Yeah. And what's that? Not a trip to Jamaica. One hour. Well, people don't, don't, don't make enough. Well, it's hard. you got to manage your life correctly, too, to get to a position where you can enjoy things. Because some people are just scratching every week, man. Every week is scratching, trying to get ahead, can't get no fucking traction, trying to figure it all out. That's a tremendous amount of stress. You know, last you night, know? Ari came over. We were smoking the Matso G. Do, 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 and it was uh, 10 do, after do, 6 do, or something. Do, 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 and we heard do. this bell. Bing. 
Bean, and it's the Mexican ice cream man. And it is the best ice cream you'll ever have. It's Dairy Queen vanilla ice cream, and he makes a delicious banana split. I've been there for a year, not one brown spot in the banana. Fresh mint. <laughs> and it's funny that he said to me, you get so much enjoyment from that ice cream truck. Your life is what you make enjoyment. I'm not filthy loaded, but I get off on that fucking ice cream man coming. When I went you to New get York, off on the ice cream When I went man. to New York, I talked to Ralphie, and he's in this hotel in the city, and I got this and that. I'm in fucking Fort Lee at the drum. How come tree. Ralphie doesn't use the internet? Because he feels that his clientele yeah, doesn't use the internet. What? I don't know. That's the answer. That's the most me. ridiculous thing ever. He's found the 1% of the population that isn't online. I mean, who the fuck so, isn't online? That's so silly. It's just really weird. That that, so, that, that, that who's not online now? That expression is so true. That expression is so true. One man's chicken is another man's gumbo. Yeah. You know, the other night I did a show in the city, and all my friends were like, let's go to Chinatown. Let's do this. Oh, fucking Chinatown sucked. That place <laughs> sucked. My place in Ridgefield Park, Chan's Dragon Inn, still the pound for pound leader in old school Chinese food. You gotta eat four <laughs> egg rolls, shrimp and lobster sauce. This has the pork in it. Old school with the noodles. Old school, dog. Old school. Thirty. I've been going there since 1979 to get steak on a stick when I was a sophomore. Steak in on a high stick. School. Pizza in a cup. They have one of the best poo-poo platters in the nation. Why is Chinese food so good on the East Coast? Is China closer? It is, right? The East, closer to New York. Must be. You can get great Chinese food out here, but it's not consistent. Not everything is good. I go to a place that the pork fried rice, you think you're in the Bronx. But don't get the shrimp and garlic sauce and lobster Cantonese. You feel like you're eating it with a white dude named Chan. Lobster Cantonese. Nobody goes down. I ordered it last week in the city out of respect. Lobster Cantonese you know, is a rare one. You, know, you don't people, get that everywhere. Some people got to eat pasted rails. You and I both know. You take a little train to fucking the Bronx and you find the mountain pop store. And for fourteen ninety five, you get a spaghetti and clam sauce. That oh. your tickle get hard. Then you oh. offer the guy a hundred bucks so you could sleep in the back for an hour. Yeah. Well, I know this. When I lived in New Rochelle, we used to go to Frank and John's. I know this. So... Frank and John's in New Rochelle. There's this uh, when I lived in New Rochelle. There's this old school Italian place. The the fucking food was so good. It was right down the street from me. I never ate anywhere else. I barely could afford to eat there every day, but I I, I scraped by every day, barely affording it. Are you drinking more? You're Just a fucking a little animal. We gotta finish this. That's it. We're going to Portland, Oregon. You, want, you need to do Portland. a blackout cast. Oh with yeah, me, Joey. to let to let everybody know, Portland, Portland, Oregon, baby. We're it's all the shows are uh, almost sold out, and uh, we're there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Helium Comedy Club, and it's gonna be fun as fuck. I, I can't wait. I'm, I've never done like a long weekend in Portland. I've only done like one night there. We're there for a UFC. I did one night in Portland. So we're gonna have a I good fucking it. time. There's great food. There's great, great strip clubs. We got no radio, so we're going out. Yeah, we got no radio. And helium, helium is the shit. Salute. We've been, hey. And we got to run to South. Non-stop comedy. Sued. Non-stop yeah, jobs. Comedy tonight. Brian Callen is going to be down there at Sal's. Doug Benson. Doug Benson's going to be down there at Sal's, Sal's Comedy Hall in Hollywood, which is this really, you're going to see it and you're going to go, really? Are we in the right fucking place? It says Vienna Cafe outside. It doesn't even have a sign that says... Sal's Comedy Hall. Yeah, it's this big it's yellow. the most low-rent ghetto setup ever, but it's growing. And uh, eventually, he's mo- well, he's doing construction. He's going to have the back room. It's going to be much better and bigger. And so This is just a spot. He had a nice spot in La Brea, and he's a cool guy, and he was always cool to comics. And so we did. You you recorded a CD it's there, It's going to be great there. It's Would you ever do with that CD that you recorded there? I couldn't use it. No? It was garbage. No? What happened? What was wrong? It was really weird, Joe, because uh, if you notice, after that, I changed everything. Really? I hate listening to myself or watching myself. Let's get this out of the way. 
I got boxes of shit at the house. People give me, hey, but I taped you. I don't want to see myself. Not at all. And I, and I thought there was a problem. And one night I watched uh, Johnny Depp on Letterman. And, and Letterman said to him, so after the thing, he goes, no, 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 no. After I shoot, it's over. I don't watch myself. And he goes, really? And I felt, okay, I'm not the only retard. I don't like nothing about that. That's mm. why I never listen to myself doing stand-up. I can't take my voice. But after I taped that special and I listened to it, I was so ashamed of myself that I made notes and shit. And really? really helped me. And, and I still, I, I bring the, the iPod out and I tape myself on short sets during the week. I'm up to like six minutes and I got to shut it off. You know, I can't listen to the whole thing. It's unbearable. It's hard to listen to, to yourself, but it's good. It's unbearable. good because like what you said, how you, you force yourself just to reevaluate. Just that listening my, yeah. five years, twisted You got to do that, man. You got to do that. You can't just take it on the audience's reaction. You got to judge it as if you're a comic listening to another comic too. You know, when I when I listen to my stuff, I go, hmm, what do, how would I feel about this? Is this funny to me? You know, I, I listen to it and I, you know, do, forget about how the audience is laughing. How does this make me think? Does this make me, do I think this is the right way to do this bit? Should I shorten this part? Is this too verbose? Is this too this? Is this too that? And when you do that, man, everything gets tighter and stronger. You focus on it. It's uncomfortable, though. It's a terrible feeling. You feel like you're it's a weird thing, man, because the same the energy that brings you to be creative, the energy that brings you to smash it on stage, that is not a selfish energy. People think it is because it seems like it is because you're on stage going, what the fuck, cocksucker, and everyone's laughing. And cr but to do it right, to be tuned into those people, really, you have to be almost selfless. You have to be you have to be tuned in this crazy way where it's all just about this fun that we're having. It's not about me. It ain't about me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the opposite that you would get from like someone who like listens to themselves like, yeah, I'm the shit. Listen to me. I'm the shit. It's almost like you know that that's the poison. That thinking like that is the poison that takes away the magic. Because if you start thinking you're the shit, you start thinking, you know, that you're something special and you lose your whole connection with the magic. You know, so that's one of the reasons why you, you feel uncomfortable. You don't want to listen, and you don't want to be that guy who wants to get get in my car, listen to my new uh, this oh. my, my set last night. Oh. Tell me, tell me what I did. Oh. You know, you ever been in someone's car oh. and they make you listen to their fucking routine? Oh, tell me about this new bit. Is there anything you could add to this? Like, oh Jesus! I wrote this dude. joke. I want to try it. Oh don't, no! Don't no. try it. I'm just saying on stage, and then I can yeah. give you my output. But who yes. the fuck am I to Don't try. I've never. I don't try it's shit in your on fucking anybody. Heart, bro. Yeah, you say it or you don't say it. You know, if you, just the idea that you're trying it out. Look, it ain't a fucking weapon. All right, it's a goddamn joke. Do it on stage. Do it on a stage. Take your goddamn chances. And the more you do that, the more you know what the fuck's going to work in the first place. You don't have to talk to people about stuff like that. You know, it's crazy because with me, I have a hard time writing if I'm not in the zone. Mm. When I'm with people, like I like getting pissed off to a degree before I go on stage. Like I like getting a little pissed off or something. I make yeah, you get mad. You get like fake arguments with people. I want to do that. One time, Eddie Bravo, we were all in the the back at the the House of Blues. He's like, "You guys with your fucking bullshit, you fucking." Do it. And Eddie's like, "Why is Joey getting upset?" I'm like, "He's just got to put himself in that place." Put myself in that place. He's not really mad at us. No, I'm not mad at nobody. But he, just, he's getting. I need mad something. I need something. You fucking guys. I need and something. Fucking, oh, I need to use a vaporizer. <laughs> Listen, cocksucker. <laughs> I was smoking weed with an apple when I was five. <laughs> it's just really crazy how when I'm around you guys, sometimes just being mad makes me say something. You're like, Joey, you got to fucking say that on stage. <laughs> yeah. And I'll forget for a month. I'll forget. <laughs> and you guys are like, Joey, did you say that on fucking stage yet? I'm like your I like fucking... when you guys got to force me. You I'm like, like your records keeper. I'm always bro, coming up to you about say stuff. say that shit. Did you, did you, do you still doing that thing about uh, dead dick? You still doing that thing? 
Yeah, about the soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say anymore. These people must see that on stage. Oh, when you did that, we have that video still. Do you have that video? You gotta do something with that video. But just even if it's for internal use only, I need to see that set. Give me that set, please. Brian, I thought I sent it to you already. No, you didn't. You didn't. Get me that set, Joey from from Brea. It was last night, right? It was Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! I've never seen anybody kill harder than that. The only thing that was closer to someone killing harder than that was when you killed in Vegas at the Mandalay Bay Theater. Holy shit! When you were doing that bit about fucking having that fist fight with the nun. Holy shit! I might not have ever laughed that hard at anything ever in my whole life. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. You know, we missed a comedy store. And that's the bad thing because during the week, that's what you enjoyed. See laughing guys, at each other. Laughing yeah. at each other. And yeah. that, that really took away from my career because you see Bill Burr going on a Tuesday. Yeah. And want to die. You know, he don't care. He's so confident. He's like, stand up that you want to try different things. And, you know, we always get into conversations nostalgic about the store and the, at the end they were cunts and whatever. But, you know, I don't take away the truth from anything. That's what's really lacking. I wish we had. And Sal's is becoming that. Sal's is becoming that. You know, we just need some more people to go down there and support. I've been out of town on Wednesdays. We've got a plenty plenty of people. Bill Burr was by last week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Sarah no. Silverman was by the week before. And it's Doug Benson's coming down all the time. Steve Renazizi came and crushed it. Cat Sam Williams Tripoli came and crushed it. Really? Cat Williams on that I need to meet that dude. I still never met that dude. I don't even know where he is. Is he in jail? I don't know. I'm a big fan of that dude. That dude makes me laugh. He makes me laugh like very few dudes. He's one of my top favorite guys to watch. That was like if someone sends me a clip... Someone sends me a clip and says, like, hey, check out this Cat Williams clip. That fucking thing where he was going after Steve Harvey. Oh, shit, that's funny. And one of the things, he accentuates something, and as he accentuates it, he slides across the room like he's kicking someone in the nuts. And as he does it, he goes, I'm a little nigga, I fight dirty. And he slides <laughs> slides on the stage with his little foot up in the air like he's kicking somebody in the balls. <laughs> I remember one He's a we wild dude, about man. He makes me laugh hard. <coughs> we were talking about him at Irvine, and you were yeah. like, you have no idea the numbers he does. Oh, he does crazy he does, numbers. He, does. he goes, you know that place where we go to the UFC? He does that. He does the Pearl at the Palms. That's like 5,000 seats. That's a big-ass place. They have big bands there. Cat Williams sells that fucker out, man. And there's pictures of him in the casino with like fur coats on and shit and diamonds. He's hilarious, man. He, that dude really makes me laugh because he's just going for it all the time. He's not trying to be anything other than he is. He's just trying to be funny. He's just going for it all the time, going for the funny, going for the funny. And he's fucking good, dude. He does a funny thing about fucking Shaquille O'Neal trying to be a cop. Dude, it's fucking hilarious. It's about how Shaquille O'Neal's three-year-old was his height. <laughs> it's, oh, 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 dude, it's so funny, ever, man. that special. And that thing that he did on Michael Jackson, that made him a star. When you watch that bit on YouTube, you watch that and you see the black people, they don't even know how to act because he's saying yeah. the truth. Yeah. See, the truth is a motherfucker. When you say it the right way on stage, even if it's wrong what he was saying, where's Michael Jackson? He's probably smelling little baby's booty holes or something. That <laughs> yeah. is a classic fucking line. And he just runs from there with it, guys. Yeah, he, and he runs with it. And he he says, attacked. When was the last time you seen Michael Jackson with a woman? Not never. He does all that crazy shit. Bro, that shit was, that made him a star. That little piece of him being himself. Just that little piece that comics pray for that utopia to come one day. It's important to have guys like that out there. I like guys that are just going for it. You know, I like guys that are out there just fucking going for it. There's a lot of people that think that comedy is, you know, comedy is about the respect of your peers and creating the proper clever joke with the right wording and... 
It's not, man. It's about entertainment value. It's about your stand-up comedy. And to these these days, man, your comedy doesn't even nearly have to be that deep anymore. If you want to get deep, man, why you tell you know you you could you could do a podcast and get deep. You could write a blog and get deep. You know you could you could have a conversation with an intelligent person and get deep. You don't have to get that deep with your comedy. The shit that makes me laugh is Cat Williams sliding across the floor, kicking some dude in the butt. I'm a little nigga. I fight dirty. <laughs> And when he does it, it's so natural and so funny, man. Oh, that guy kills me, man. He's got some great shit. I, 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 you know what he had? He actually had some real good advice, too, that I took. He said um, that uh, he listens to, uh, he has on his iPod, he has like a playlist of all music that he listens to right before he goes on stage. And I'm like, damn, that's a great idea because I have just like a group of like some of my favorite songs on my iPod that I just, I throw on. It's on my iPhone too. I'll throw them on like when I'm at the gym or whatever, whatever. But I don't have a specific list just for, for stand-up, but that's a good fucking idea. It's a real good idea. So I started doing that. I started doing that just based on that because I know music, if you listen to like the right kind of music, you know, the, the right kind of music can fucking get you in a good groove, man. You know, especially if you haven't, sometimes when, you know, you listen to music too much, you, you lose its power. You don't have that feeling anymore. It just loses its impact. But every now and then a song would just jack you and let you know what's possible. Remember when we were at the Brea Improv and we were in the parking lot <clears throat> and I had that Nissan truck and you got out and they had that crazy sound system in and you got out of your car. You're like, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, put this fucking CD in right now. Down the summer. Down the summer. Hot stuff. You put on hot stuff. Sitting here eating my heart out, Oh, that's some good shit on that greatest hits album. Some, some music drives you fucking nuts. Oh. I love music. I love music. Uh, I love Leonard Skinner. I've been listening to Leonard Skinner lately. The old shit. Oh, I love Leonard Skinner. I love Almond Brothers from the 70s, Leonard Skinner. I love that vibe, man. There's something about that time. Like, if I'm in a pool hall and Sweet Home Alabama comes on, it's like. Like your girlfriend just comes over and rubs your neck. You know what I'm saying? It's like someone comes over and gives you a hug. Like that song, don't, don't, do it. You what hear that? You're like, song. oh! What a sweet song. What a great sweet song. Well, the skies are blue. Yeah. What's up, And they're Brian? singing it. They're singing it, man. Sweet home what are you doing Alabama. With your, why are you, you look that, like you got your finger on the trigger. What are you doing over there? I'm just, nothing. <clears throat> what are you doing? Just waiting for her to, uh, to get out of here. Wait, you get out of here. Yeah, we gotta get How long have we been doing this? It's 7.15. No, well, we, we just, yeah, uh, we're going to be late for our show. Whatever. So we're a couple minutes late. There's a whole internet out yeah, there. Yeah, but I'm running the show. Yeah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, which is even better because they can't go there without you being there. Yeah. They can't start it. Don't yeah, worry about it, buddy. Too. I got to go eat dinner, too, guys. This is it? This is how we're going to end this fucking 7:15, thing? 7.15, <clears> 7.20. That's it. Two hours. This we're is good. the end. My, My only friend, the end. Down, down, down. Thank you to the Fleshlights. If you go to JoeRogan.net, enter in the code name Rogan, you will get 15% off the Fleshlights. We will see you this weekend in Portland, Oregon at Helium Comedy Club, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's Mad Flavor, a.k.a. Joe Diaz, a.k.a. Planet Rock. And, and don't show up with no wagweed. Only the best motherfuckers. And Brian Redband will also be performing on stage, too. That's right. We're going to rock it this week. Thank and, you very uh, much. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you guys uh, Stay black, motherfuckers. next week. I love you. Either Monday or Tuesday. We're trying to get uh, Kevin from Attack of the Show. He should be on. Yeah. Holla back. Holla Stay boy. black, baby. Oh, Burt Kreischer's going to be on, too. Yeah, bitches. Yay. What? 